from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yeah, more. you better pay attention to this. Uh-oh. Because uh, you're a big chocolate lover, and I know how much you love Kinder, those Kinder chocolates. <gasps> oh, Kinder Bueno, Kinder Eggs, everything. Is Kinder Bueno gooey on the inside? It's slightly moist. What's the, what is it? What's the goo? Hazelnut inside. No, is that hazelnut that's on the, in there? Oh, so it's like Nutella then. Yes. I Ugh. guess. Yeah. With a wafer bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Gooey on the inside with a wafer bottom. <laughs> Story of your life. <laughs> it's a grinder profile. <laughs> I'm now paying attention. Go ahead, Mocha. Okay. <laughs> Two blocks yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've matched with Kinder. <laughs> Okay, so the reason why I bring up Kinder the chocolate. Oh, okay, sorry. Not Kinder. Not the guy. Okay, not yeah. Not Maury's grinder I, I profile. Got you. Okay, I didn't know. I thought Kinder was a person. My no, bad. No, because we're like a week and a half away from Easter, right? Yeah, so yeah. Kinder, they have all these like Easter themed chocolates, but they're being pulled. What? Several types of Kinder brand chocolates are being recalled due to the risk of salmonella contamination. Oh, man up. So, <laughs> there are two types of Kinder Mini Eggs. Yeah. Uh, the Egg Hunt Kits, if you have those. And then the Kinder Surprise Eggs with best before dates that go right through the summer and fall mm. of Is this that year. surprise? So, <laughs> surprise, you can get sick. Yeah. Like, you open it up and it's it's like... On the inside, it's just like chicken water. Chocolatey chicken water. So right. gross. So just so you know, like if you guys have, if anybody oh, uh, has uh, any of those Kinder chocolates oh, in your no. in your house, just know that they are being recalled right now. Salmonella contamination. Hey, Maury, what would make you throw something out if there was a recall on it? Like if you had one of these Kinder Bueno. Um, gooey, I would risk gooey, it. Gooey, gooey center and uh, what was it? Gooey Way center. For Way for bottom. Way for bottom. Uh, so if you read, if you saw this story and then you had one of those, would you throw it out or would you eat it? I would eat it. Okay. I would risk it because okay. I'm like, oh, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. To okay. Me. If the if the warning was not salmonella, if the if the warning was may cause, not will, it's not nothing is guaranteed, right? But may cause. Uh, let's say it was temporary blindness. Would you throw it out or would you take a chance? I would take a chance. You would take a chance. Oh, wow. Okay. What's your limit? Okay. Why, if it, no, if, if it guaranteed. If it, okay. I would only put something in my mouth if it wasn't guaranteed. <laughs> okay. Okay. What if, okay, so temporary. You also, also say that on Grinder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two blocks away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Maury, so, so temporary blindness, Maury, you would, you would risk it. Um, what if it said, um, uh, let's say, uh, oh, baldness. I mean, you're all, almost there. No, let's I say, can't. No, let's I can't. Say, let's that. say chance of baldness. No, I can't but, you, risk that. but chance of blind going blind. No, but he said temporary. Temporary like, I'll blindness. Get my sight back. You're not going to get your hair back unless you do something. Okay. About it. Okay. So, so, so baldness. You would throw that sucker right in the garbage. Gone. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, blood cancer. 
Blood cancer? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, think, I'm just trying to up the game here. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a significant step. Okay, I know. <laughs> I know that there's probably stuff in the middle. In the, okay, okay, let me, okay. So uh, walking with a limp. Walking forever. With, forever? Yes. No, I'm throwing that out. Okay. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, yeah. Everybody got their lotto uh, lottery tickets for tonight? Oh, I will. Don't you worry. So seventy million up for grabs with Lotto Max. Thirty nine Maximilian prizes. Come on now. Also available. You have until ten thirty tonight to get your tickets and start your start dreaming. We bought ours. How much did you buy, Maury? Matthew bought twenty. I bought twenty. Like twenty dollars. Twenty dollars or twenty tickets. Twenty dollars. Oh. Yeah, uh, you know, I only recently learned that you can put more than one encore. I thought you can only do one encore. You can do as many encores as you want. Of course oh, you yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. Did you play Lotto, Sham? I do. Yeah, and I actually bought forty dollars worth. Oh, oh excuse oh, no. me. Oh, oh I'm not trying to lose, Sham, man. Sham, Sham, I can't afford that. Sham, man. do you understand that there is like, oh my god. First of all, I I hope I hope you win. Right. Thank you. I think it'd be awesome. Good luck. Good luck. Um, but. We, I think that when you are so close to Maury, okay, you guys need to talk this stuff out <laughs> because if you won the lottery and you spent $20 on a ticket, I think that Maury eventually would get over it if because he also spent $20 on a ticket. What, what do I if, care if about that you, point? Shush, if, you win, <laughs> if you win the lottery, Yo, okay, if you win the lottery and Maury doesn't win the lottery and you spent $40 on lottery tickets and Maury only spent 20 he will never get over that. Like, you've ruined the man. Like, you're a billionaire, millionaire. Right. And you've destroyed a life. Those are poor people's tears, bro. True. You're right. <laughs> you're right. No, you're right. You're right. Sorry, you're right. You're, so poor. you're right. <laughs> you're right. Those are, those, are, those are the problems of the poor. You're right. <laughs> One time, uh, it was myself, Dammit Maury, and DJ Climax, and we were all at an event together, yeah. right? And it was one of these nights, it was a Friday, and it was one of these nights where Lotto Max had a huge jackpot. So we went to the, st- before the event started, we were like, hey, should we go buy Lotto tickets? Right, yeah. So we went to the store, and Maury got his tickets first. And tried to flex in front of Climax and I. I was like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take $60 for it. 60 Yeah, he paid 60 bucks. Jeez. And even Climax and I were like, bro. And we only bought like $20 worth. I was trying to show off in front of them. That hurt me for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think the biggest joke is that on my ticket, I actually won. I think I won like 100 bucks or $200 or something like that. Yeah. Maybe oh, more. Oh, good for you. Yeah. You know With why? $20. You know why Maury needs Lotto so, uh, so, so much? He sent me this last night. Maury spent yesterday on ice cream. <laughs> on, on, on Uber Eats, no joke, no joke. Like okay. I'm not even, I'm not even flexing right now. I okay. was like, I, I almost, I, I almost called Maury, and then I decided not to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get wrapped up in that conversation. Bro. Like, like, like the, my instincts, right? Like my sort of fatherly, you know, instincts kicked in, uh, where I almost picked up the phone and told him to cancel the order right away. And then I was like, whatever, poor people problems. <laughs> uh, right, Shem? Got you, bro. Yeah, okay. I'm pointing right now. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Maury sends me this. So Maury orders ice cream on Uber last night. Yeah. Ice cream. 
uh, Cookie Monster ice cream, drumstick ice cream, mint mm-hmm. chip ice cream, mm-hmm. and uh, after eight Oreo ice cream. Oh my God, that's a lot of ice cream. I mean, looking at you today, I can tell. <laughs> okay. It's $57.77 worth of ice cream. Then the device fee, the taxes, the delivery fee, and the tip. Maury yesterday spent $69 on ice cream delivered to his house. Bro. $69. I know that's on a sexy number and everything, but for ice cream, bro? Oh, man, it was so good. Uh, my theory, it was the night before payday. I'm like, okay, it'll I'll just get paid again tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? Okay, more. More, but when you, when it is payday for you, what's left by, like, the, it, when, the, when, when the check goes in Friday morning, right? By 2 o'clock in the afternoon, what's left? Not much. Not much. Back in the reds. And you wonder why. Why am I so mad? But I was craving why? ice cream. You were cr- no, craving no, no, no. five? Yeah, you craved all of the ice cream? I understand craving like, man, I could really go for like a, a nice scoop of like chocolate ice cream right now. You know, Not every ice cream that ever existed. I, like normal people, more normal people aren't sitting on their couch going, you know what I want right now? Five ice creams. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hey, did you see the new Harry Styles video? Did I? Actually, no, I didn't. You didn't? No. So, look, look at Maury's fanning himself down. Oh, we're play the song. I know we just wow. played Harry Styles, Adore You, but we're going to play the new song in a bit. Yeah, so the new video mm-hmm. is, uh, he uh, strips down. Mm-hmm. couple things. Uh, he strips down. He has like red sort of uh, boxer brief underpants on. Yeah. Um, they have buttons on the front of them, though. Are yeah. those buttons fashion or function, do you think? Function. Because I could not imagine underpants with uh, with buttons on them. I what have, is my the, boxers have buttons. What is the point of buttons on underpants? Your boxers have buttons? Yeah, so you can undo the button and do what you need to do. But who does that, though? Well, that's like wearing pants on pants. Yeah. But to give people an option, if you don't want to pull down your boxers, then you can pull things through the hole. But then you've got to undo. But there's, slit, who there? wants to mess around with buttons when you're down there? Yeah. That's because weird, if you have man. the non-button version, all, sometimes things happen. Nobody ever uses the slit in, 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 in briefs. Maury. Yes. Say that, like, say that again? I think you Ross missed it. No, if you I don't didn't. have the button, then yeah. sometimes, sometimes things, things fall happen. through. Yes. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bro, come on, man. Did you understand that why I ignored that comment? Yeah. Facts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why I just more, let that go? More than enough room. I, what, right? I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to Harry Styles and those red no, 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 no. Let's talk about the button shorts and yeah. your pants. <laughs> How often are you undoing the buttons? Like do you? Oh, I never undo the button. Oh, okay. But I have the button. Right. Do you purposely buy the ones boxers only with buttons? No, no, not at all. Just the ones I like happen to have buttons. How many buttons? One button. One button. (laughs) How How many buttons do you need on a little sled? How small's the hole? (laughs) Very, I bet. (laughs) Right. Like it's like the size of a like a sideways credit card. Sorry, what? Like a sideways. That is, I, um, okay, I could have wrapped my head around that. Why would you use that as an example of scale? Um, <laughs> okay, or like an iPhone six. An iPhone. Oh, okay. So like you could slide an iPhone six through it. Yeah. And there's one button that holds that gap together. Yeah. Right. See, to me, that seems very inconvenient to have buttons. Why on specifically underpants, an though. iPhone six? All iPhones are like the same. Because <laughs> I'm the holding an iPhone six. He has right one. Now. And he measures. Yeah. He knows exactly how big gotcha. his phone. His phone. He knows what of his fits through that. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> 
That's so you weird. Know, you know what I mean? How yeah. am I the only one with a button? Yeah, I've never had underpants with a button on it. Me neither. Never no. have I had underpants. Shem? Especially not one hole, not no. me. Oh, Shem. What right? size iPhone? MacBook Pro. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How's everybody doing? Good. I ate too much last night. Ooh. Yeah. You always do. I know. You make this mistake every single time. I know. I know. I know. I'm so bloated. Let's go through the menu. Girl, I'm so bloated. Would you start with? All my bloated ladies out there, please shoot me a text, okay? I need, like, I need support. Support. It's uh, 925555. Like, I need the support today. Let's go through I the menu. I went through, I did too much last night. Appetizer too was much. what? Okay, so first. Or do you I, always okay. go with just a main? No, right I started away. No, I started getting snacky, okay? And so the first thing I did is I went to the fridge and I grabbed a Ziploc bag that had uh, sliced up leftover pieces of steak from the night before. Yeah. Um, and then I had, uh, oh, God. And then, uh, you know those, uh, you know, like a pepperette kind of thing? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love the, those. Yeah, so I had uh, five of those. Uh-huh. Okay? Five? Five. They're little. They're like the size of, uh, of, a, of a finger, okay. right? Like, like a big finger, but the size of a finger. So then I had five of those, and then I was still hungry, and then so I went to, uh, I ordered food, and I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to order food, I might as well make it worth my while. So I had two orders of wings, three tacos, fries, and gravy. After oh after all of after all of that, wow. right, Damn. bro? I'm like bloated today. I that had so much sodium last that's night. Your right? There. Okay. I had so <gasps> like I had so much sodium last night. Like it just is like my hold on. Oh, and I always face. love to know this. Info. Yeah. At what time was this at? Oh, uh, nine thirty-five. Oh my god! Okay, and then I went to bed. You can't be eating like bro, that so late, bro. I watch. I watched that uh, that uh, We Work show, right? I watched an episode of that, and then when I went to bed, yeah, I took my socks off, right? And the line on my leg from my socks, like my leg looked like a Coke bottle. Like it went down into a neck no. from where my socks were. There was such a definitive line of where the top of my socks were. <laughs> what? Right? Yeah, bro. I was so like, I really did it in last night. Well, I should the not. the first time that you've done this or no, felt I this rep- way. No, I repeatedly do it. I always do it. In the right? moment when you're ordering. I'm right? telling you. Do yeah. you say to yourself or do you recognize what you're ordering yes. and then, you know... Y- you're saying to yourself, like, I know what this is going to do to me yes. an hour or 30 minutes after I finish the meal. Yes, sir. But I'm still going to drink water. Pre, then I know because I don't want to fill up before the food yeah. gets there, then right? You get that water bloat. Right? I don't want water bloat. No, but it'll help with the sodium. No, I can't, though. I know there's so much sodium yesterday. Those pepperettes, as much as I love them. My dog eats those. Shut up, Maury. Um, somebody okay. said, uh, <laughs> Britt texted and yeah. said, bloated woman right here. Britt, my girl. Love you, Ross. Telling you. Uh, somebody else said, girl? <laughs> Bloated girls unite. I'm with you on that one. You, you still look beautiful. Thank you. Someone suggested drinking green tea. Someone suggested green tea, does that do it for you? Lemon yeah. water. And Marta said lemon yeah. water and you'll be good to go. That's what I drink in here. It is. Day. What lemon is water. it? Yeah. Lemon, lemon water. water, huh? Yeah. What about Pepto Bismol? You need castor oil, bro. <laughs> Someone said it's gonna be okay. You are perfect. But a green smoothie usually helps with my bloat. Really, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I like the bloating tips. Thank you so much, ladies. I really um, appreciate this very uh, much. Someone said, Roz, for the most part, us ladies don't get bloated by choice. So no sympathy for you. Oh, well, oh. that's not what I do. Then you stay over and do you then, okay? Uh Roz should eat more veggies. I know. 
Prune juice. Prune said. juice. Yeah. Is that from my nana? Oh, stop it. Right. <laughs> Somebody suggested uh, Dulcolax. What's yes. that? Works great for bloating. Oh, God. Flush out the sodium, someone said. With what, though? Like, what's Delco? This all sounds like old people it's, stuff. It's basically like a laxative. A laxative! Um, yeah. Someone said I'm bloated just hearing what Roz ate. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Yeah, man. How's it going? Good. Grammys last night, huh? Yep. I see that the BTS army is not happy. Why? What happened? I don't know. Scammies was trending. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's Why, only that's on? only BTS. Well, because mm-hmm. BTS doesn't get the recognition that the BTS army would like, right? Mm-hmm. So they uh, they immediately go in as soon yeah. as it all uh, as soon as it all happens. So no Grammy for BTS. Scammy starts trending. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't go down the way a lot of people thought it was all going to go down, huh? No. Ah, but it's the Grammys. Does it ever really? Every now and then, it's almost shocking when it does. The Grammys are more shocking when the people who you're like, yeah, that person's going to sweep everything when they actually do, because it, it's it's always curveballs at the Grammys. Yeah, and I believe we've talked about this before, and I can't remember what the answer is, but um, it's never like an artist or group that has made impact on like streaming or radio or has made the news that or like at the the height of their popularity mm-hmm. they're never the ones that walk away with the most amount of awards or you would see them get the recognition at the grammys mm-hmm. that you would think mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i mean billy eilish swept a couple of years ago uh but, but it's very rare but john like, batiste winning the big award and the only reason john batiste won was album of the year mm is because Silk Sonic wasn't eligible for that category. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have won they that, too. They would have won, for sure. Yeah. You don't think so, I Shem? Shem thinks uh, Olivia no Rodrigo should have won, right? Uh, that, that Silk Sonic album, personally, was garbage. Uh, no, no. I mean, I mean, had it been eligible to be nominated last night, they would have won. No, I actually disagree. I don't think they would have won. You don't think won. so? No, no. That, that, album, that album was garbage, but the song, <laughs> uh, Leave Your Door Open, was massive in the same way that Adele's Hello uh, was massive, but the rest mm-hmm. of the album was kind of ugh. Yeah. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm not surprised that they won record and song of the year, but album, no, they wouldn't have won. You don't think so? No. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, but, but going into this, everybody was like, everybody forgot the big story because the big story going into the Grammys was that John Batiste was nominated for 11 awards, mm-hmm. right? And then so, a lot of people were like, who the hell's John Batiste? Yeah, but, but then they're like, oh my God, John Batiste won? And you're like, well, yeah, he went in with 11 nominations. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's a chance he's going to come out of there with some stuff. Yeah, he would have won at least one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, what other shocks were? There. I was trying to go through some of the snubs. So nothing for Billie Eilish, nothing for Justin Bieber, right? Um, yeah, Louis, Louis C.K. won mm-hmm. for his Com- comedy, comedy album, right? So yeah. I guess that I guess they're done with that. Like we're like welcome back, Louis C.K. I guess is yeah, that yeah, the deal? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. Like I find it weird that he would even be eligible. That he would even submit. Like yeah. why put yourself through that? I mean. Not that I feel bad for Louis C.K., but why do you want to get back in? Like, he's doing shows. Like, it's a gamble, He's still making money. It's very much a gamble. Yeah, but I guess, you know, other comics vote on that, and and I guess they liked Louis C.K., but it's not like Louis C.K. was up against nobody in that category. Mm -hmm. It's like Louis C.K. was up against, you know, Kevin Hart and Chris Rock in that category. Like, there was big comedy albums in that category. Is it a, a committee of, like, nerds that vote on this, or is it a committee of people in the industry, as in... 
Like other artists and groups. Other artists. Uh, well, oh, my God. Trying to figure out how the Grammys, their tears work is, like, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for something like, like comedy. What, like, would somebody like Olivia Rodrigo say, right? Yeah. Be able to vote for, or let's say previous winner, Billie Eilish, right? Right. Once you're a Grammy winner, are you then able to go in and vote for future Grammys, like other artists or groups who are nominated in, in various categories mm-hmm. that you're not nominated in? No. Okay. No. That's well, my well, no. No. It's yes and no. Like it, oh. it's the the way that the Grammys work is super weird, right? Mm. It's 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 so complicated. And this is the problem that a lot of people have with the Grammys is that it's like where you're submitted, and then they may deny you that submission just based on. Uh, what category you feel your music is into so they can bump you to another category and like ad- let other people deal with that. Like Bieber went through that where Bieber said, remember, year, yeah. remember when Bieber said, I wrote an R&B album, but he wasn't nominated in the R&B categories. It was the pop categories, right? right. Because he had submitted for R&B and they were like, no, man, this ain't R&B. And, and they, Drake and they, did that once too, right? Where he was yeah. like, Submitted only for like pop categories. Yeah, and he was it's like, a, this is a I release an R and B song or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. So who was the best performance last night? Oh, no, St- Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton, Maury. Oh my God, yeah. yes, yeah, because he got that voice, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of uh, what else I was watching that uh, that was real good. Uh, um, I'll tell you what was really trending yesterday was the best reggae album category. Oh, why? Um, because a uh, an American band. From Virginia, one beating out five Jamaican nominees. No, come oh, come on. That's when Grammy saw white starts trending. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hey, what's worth listening to, Maury, from Saturday Night Live about the Chris Rock stuff? Oh my goodness! The weekend skit update. That they did. Oh, the weekend update is good, but the skit yeah. they did too—they recreated. It's too long. The it's too long. How was the? Uh, how was weekend update? So funny. Was it? Uh, go clip uh, SNL five, Mocha. Intelligence officials are saying that Vladimir Putin is being misinformed by his advisors about how badly the Russian military is performing in Ukraine, which is kind of like Will Smith's agent telling him, you crushed it at the Oscars. (laughs) (laughs) During his acceptance speech, Will Smith said, love will make you do crazy things. You know what else makes you do crazy things? Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But I understand where Will's coming from. I mean, you can't expect him to sit there and watch another man jump all over his wife without signing an NDA. (laughs) Yikes. They did not hold back, huh? Yesterday, Will Smith resigned from the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences. He wasn't going to, but then Jada gave him that look. <laughs> no. If Will Smith had been expelled, he would have joined a small group of people kicked out of the academy, including Bill Cosby, Roman Polanski, and Harvey Weinstein. Or, as they're also known, bad boys for life. <laughs> hey, do, do, uh, do Colin Jones and Michael Che write all of yes, Weekend Update, or yes. is it like a team? No, I think they, they do. Them, uh, no, right? I mean, they no, have a team a that works team. with them, yeah. but they're the, they're the sort of head writers yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, number six, Mocha. I also really love that the reason they let Will Smith stay in the audience was that they asked Chris Rock, and he said it was okay. So now we just ask the victim right after they get hit in the head? 
hey, you cool if the guy who just attacked you hangs around for a while? You don't want to make him mad again. <laughs> I think we should just acknowledge that that was one of the craziest things we will ever see in our lives. It's truly like the Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction, but if Janet's nipple slapped Timberlake. <laughs> oh, my God. That is great. Wow, that's so funny. It's true, though. That was, like, and I know it's we're a little over a week, uh, a week out. Eight days, I guess it was since the slab happened, but yeah. um, but it's on that level of uh, of the the nipple, right? It's yeah, Super big Bowl, time. like it has to be on that size of a of a stage. Just something so unexpected and wild that immediately just changed everything. Yeah, and overshadowed the entire oh, the grandness God. of the event. Yeah, right? hey, Completely how took over? How is that Trump? Who their, their guy? Who does Trump, Trump on SNL the, now? I don't know his name, Shem. Do you know his name? I don't oh, know his no. name, okay. but the guy who does it looks nothing like Trump, know, but, but sounds, sounds like, like Trump. Him. It's so crazy. Have you have you heard this guy do Trump on no. SNL? So they've had, they've had a couple of different Trumps. I think Daryl Hammond did Trump That's for right. a while, and then somebody else, and then, of course, Alec Baldwin was Trump for pretty much the entire time Trump was in office. But this new guy that they have doing Trump, he's too skinny, in my yeah. opinion, right? Yeah. But but then it's, like, not socially acceptable to put somebody in a fat suit anymore, right? Yeah. Um, but he's too skinny, but, but without seeing him, listening to him, he is like uncanny bonkers, Donald Trump. Listen to this. Did, did you see the famous slap? You know, I did see slap. I enjoyed slap. I was I was very wow. impressed with with my hitch. You know, <laughs> quite an arm on hitch. I always knew hitch had an arm. <laughs> back in back in pursuit of happiness, he's lugging the the the, the machine on and off the subway. I thought it was great. You know, they slept in the bathroom in that movie. It's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> But it's a sad night for Hitch, too. It's a very sad night. That kind of behavior is not going to help Kevin James get a date with Allegra Cole. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right? It's James Austin Johnson. Thank you. James wow. Austin Johnson. Jesus, that's a name. <laughs> James Austin <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> he really does. Like, the inflection and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Who's a musical guest on the weekend? Oh, my gosh. Do we even know? Roddy Doesn't Rich. Matter. I, don't even right? know. I don't even know who the host was. Uh, Gerard Carmichael was the host. Do I know that guy? Uh, yeah. He's a comedian. Is he? Yeah. So kind of perfect to have him. But on. not really like. Not super. Not like an A-list celeb that, no. like, that everybody knows, right? No, no, no. Jeez, no. that's a Gunna sure. was the musical guy. Oh, oh. Gunna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, you know that they were looking at that schedule because after such a big week and all the Will Smith stuff, you were like, oh, man, we got Gunna and we got, who's the host? But the host, Gerard he did Marcus a good, he talked about the slap. He did a really good opening. Yeah, I know. But still, nobody knows who that guy is. Nobody knows who that guy is. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, eight days out from the slap, people still talking about it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Nicole Hutchinson in Tennessee. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? I'm so excited to be on here. So thank you for having me. Okay, Nicole, uh, welcome to Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. When and where does your hell of a story take place? So my story takes place in November of last year when okay. I was visiting a friend out in California and downloaded dating app Hinge. Uh, you were single at the time. You were looking. You were just exploring. What was your motivation to download Hinge? What I was wanting to do is is kind of like meet people and potentially go on dates. And how did you do on Hinge? So I was talking to a few guys. They um, they start with like just, hey, you're so beautiful, blah, blah. And I was just like, eh. So did you ma- did you match on Tinder or on on, uh, on Hinge? Yeah, so I matched with a few guys. Um, I matched with this one guy who said he was like 28. He was Asian. I'm Asian. 
Um, so a big thing that I wanted to do is meet Asian people because I was raised in the South. So going to California, there's a lot more diversity and people that look like me mm-hmm. get to know my culture, get to know the Asian culture in general. Sure. So that's a big motive. So we start chatting. He initially started the conversation saying, hey, you're beautiful. Like I said, I'm like, eh, that's sure. not really like what I want to hear. It eventually got over to WhatsApp, which he suggested. And I was like, yeah, that's an established app. I'll, I'll go over there. Okay. Yeah, and that's seems where our whole conversation. Yeah, exactly. That's where our conversation really plays and what happens later. Did, did something happen? Did something turn? What happened? First, I kind of got a vibe from him. You know, he was from China. I could tell from his, like, texting, it wasn't very, it was very formal. You know, it wasn't like a native speaker of America. So I was like, eh. Um, I voiced that saying, hey, I don't think we could be romantic, but let's just be friends. And he was super cool with that. I was like, okay, bet. So we started to talk about hobbies. He named off a lot and then ended with cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's really cool that you do cryptocurrency. Like, I know nothing about it, but I want to learn. And he sent me a photo of I guess what looked like his profits. And I kind of laughed at him. And I said, are you bragging in my face? To, that you make good money and he was like well I could teach you and I was like um yeah I mean I would love to know some tips and tricks but I, I know nothing about crypto or where to oh begin and he Nicole was, there's a red flag that's being, <laughs> that's being thrown true. up in the air right now oh no also oh, can, yeah. I, can I just oh, go yeah. back can I just go back to what I've always said what have I always said on this show nothing good ever happens on WhatsApp. <laughs> Yo, facts, he no, does literally. say that. But then he comes back saying something really odd. He says, well, I only teach my closest friends or my wife. And I was like, skirt. I'm like, um, excuse <laughs> me. We already made an established thing that I'm not romantic with you. Uh-huh. And also, I'm not a close friend. We just met. And he was like, okay, yeah, I can sh- teach you tonight. He calls me. And I kid you not, it's just his freaking eyeball. And I'm horrified. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, what the f- is happening right now? Nicole, that's another red flag. Get out now. <laughs> Nicole, did you give Did you give this guy money? So here's the biggest thing. Oh, I didn't come on. Give him money. He sent me a link to this platform that looks like a day trading site. And you then did what? And he essentially just showed me exactly what to do. He said, use your debit card. Purchase a small amount. See if you like it. So you had put how much money in there? At first, it was a small amount, $1,000. And then it just escalated from there. It went from a few thousands to, the, like, huge wire transfers to, some. I think, the highest was $75,000. Oh, my God! Okay, how much? Nicole! Nicole, how much in total did you put into that account? It was around $280,000. And Oh, yeah, that was my life savings and everything. And he just oh kept saying, like, trust me, trust me. We can do this together. We, you know, using these words of, like, trust me, we, we, yeah, we. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicole? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you watch the Tinder Swindler? I have not, no. Okay. Oh, my don't, God. Don't, don't, Yo, don't. What you're don't. describing right now. So I imagine at some point he tells you that you've now made a ton of money, right? Exactly. Uh-huh. Like, there we go. How much money did he say that you had made? He wanted me to wait to the end of December and that I would quote unquote be a millionaire, and that's what happened. It showed that my profits went up to one point one million or a little bit over. 
And so I was ready to like bail at that point. Um, I even at that time, you know, got my dad to start investing because he suggested that saying like oh, change his life. No! Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It was yeah. horrifying. I felt horrible obviously when I realized it was a complete sham. But oh! in the moment So what happened? Where did the sham happen? Where what did he say to you and then what happened? Did you get locked out of the accounts? What did what did how did you lose all your money? I was ready to withdraw. I told him I don't know how to withdraw. He's like, I'll walk you through it. He says go to the customer service and just tell them like you want to withdraw. They hit me with a tax extortion, essentially. He's, they're like, well, you can get your money after you pay $360,000 worth of taxes. And I was just like, what the heck? God. That's when my, like, stomach dropped. And I was like, what did I do? Like, this isn't adding up at all. At that point, I was horrified. There was so many things going on because at that time, I didn't tell my dad. I was so nervous of, like, how am I going to even share this with him? In total, between you and your father, how much money did you guys lose to this guy? We lost close to $390,000. Wow. And so, obviously, realizing it was a scam, I started doing some of my research, and it's called pig butchering, and I've never heard of that term. It's kind of horrific just to think about what that sounds like. You fell prey to a scam called Pig butchering? Yeah, right. Oh, my God, girl. Terrifying. So, obviously, the cops can't do anything. Your money's gone forever. Nobody's ever going to find this guy. Right. Well, I guess guess this is a lesson to... I mean, your story, I hope, helps... But oh, I feel sure. my heart breaks for you, Nicole. That is a hell of a story. Oh, that is a, such a hell of a story. Hey, Nicole, we do have an assignment uh, for you this weekend, though. <sighs> I, I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. Go watch Tinder Swindler, please. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll try. I'll, I'll try to get on there and, and see and correlate with exactly what happened with my story. Okay. Are you saying you're going to try because you can't right now afford a Netflix account? <laughs> Like, um, not something that is, you know, luxuries are a little bit on the back burner at the moment. All right. uh, Nicole Hutchinson in Tennessee, thank you for joining us on Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Oh, yeah, I want to play this grandma on TikTok. Okay. Uh, where she's going through, I don't know whose grandma this is, somebody's grandma, where I guess she lays out her rules for her funeral which I think is a brilliant thing to do while you're still alive. I think that everybody, you don't even have to be old. I think that the people around you know, should know how you want your funeral. Like I already know, okay? You and said I, a and, times, and I and yeah. I would come through for him. I already know that if Maury dies, mm-hmm. right? RIP damn it Maury. Go ahead. I already know that regardless of what his family wants, mm-hmm. regardless of Matthew's wishes, mm-hmm. I will make damn sure that Maury's funeral has a red carpet with press and people dress up and do interviews. <laughs> this is why I love you. Right? But I know that. Knows, Matthew knows I'm to be buried in my pajamas. Right. Yes, yes. That's Matthew's business because uh-huh. I'm not going through your jammie drawer. Trust. <laughs> 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 smell alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to wake up his favorite pair under the bed and chase him around the house for a while. <laughs> okay. So I know that. So yeah. uh, so here is this, uh, this grandma on TikTok talking about her funeral demands. These are my rules. Rules at my funeral. <laughs> Listen up. You could cry, but don't cry too much. Don't make a fool of yourself. Bertha <laughs> is not invited. Don't let her in. And you better get drunk afterward. Take a shot for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, what's a beef with Sim- Bertha? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, real simple rules. Huh? These simple. are my rules at my funeral. Listen up. You could cry, but don't cry too much. Don't make a fool of yourself. <laughs> Bertha is not invited. 
Don't let her in. And you better get drunk afterward. Take a shot for me. That's my, my favorite. So you can cry, but not too much. Don't make a fool of yourself. You know what I mean? I That's a are, very specific demand. I, I wonder if these are like written down somewhere, like in her yeah, will, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm sure. If she's given it to family members, yeah. and maybe this is something she's talked about already, oh, which is why yeah. it ended up on but TikTok. Who's Bertha? Yeah. yeah, well, I know. That's a problem that they've had that, and that sounds like it's a deep problem too years right years bertha right what did you do bertha i know know. jeez the roz and mocha show podcast podcast Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Kayla. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you guys? We are doing good. How are you today? Good. I'm okay. I'm all right. What happened? I'm uh, kind of in the middle of a messy breakup. Um, Just to let you know that, like... I just need help with my situation. My I broke up with my boyfriend yesterday. And, oh, yesterday. Uh, oh, geez. Okay, so Kayla, yeah. you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka, I broke up with my boyfriend, and you just said yesterday. Uh, I stopped at our place to pick up some items to sleep at my parents, and the plan was to go back throughout the week to get the remainder of my stuff. While I was packing, my ex-boyfriend took my house key and the garage remote off my keychain, giving me no access to my items in the house without him being there how do i proceed what do i do please help why'd you break up yeah it's just a lot of um fighting a lot of um toxicity i have a three-year-old daughter as well and Mm -hmm. um you know beyond anything she needs a happy mama so i i just i had to do what i had to do to uh you know set her up for success in the future is that his kid or no no, no, not his kid. Okay. Mine. Okay. So, how long were so, you with this guy for? I was with him for just over two years. Okay. And you and your daughter were living there with him, right? Yeah, yeah. She was with us every other week. So, what was uh, his reason for not allowing you to like go back and get your stuff when you can? Like, why does he need to be there? Uh, a control thing, mm-hmm. I think. He uh, just needs to kind of have as much control over this situation as he can, considering you know. There is no control over this because I made the decision. Mm-hmm. He so didn't. He didn't. He didn't want to break up. No, he didn't. No, he doesn't see the relationship as being toxic. Yeah, he. He, he thinks, thinks it's so. fine. Yeah, he thinks that we can make it and we can we can get through it. And um, it's just been it's just been too long of the of the bad. Sure. And sure. Yeah, I get. I get. I get that. And so, what kind of stuff are we talking about? Like. Um, oh, just, you know, clothes and, you know, clothes, my daughter's clothes, um, a lot of things that I brought, just, you know, kitchen utensils and, and things like that, things that sure. I brought to the place. So uh, is this his place that then you and your daughter moved into, or is this place um, purchased with both of your names on the lease? On the um, no, we uh, actually low-key didn't sign a lease. So fortunately, I don't have my name on anything, mm-hmm. um, but we did decide to move in together um, at the same time. We both moved in at the same time. Okay. So uh, you you have a couple of options here. One, obviously, he is holding your stuff there because he wants to see you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and he wants to have a conversation. So, you know, you can come get your things, but you're going to have to talk to me. That's yeah. the that's the sort of situation that uh, that you're in. Uh, there's a couple of things you can do. One is, first of all, the kitchen stuff, the utensils, and everything else. 
replaceable out, out of your life. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You, that's you're not never, the important you're, stuff. You're, that you you're need. never going to see those again. Uh, hair dryer, toothbrush, uh, makeup bag, all that stuff. Okay, if you never see it again, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Now your daughter's things. Um, I think that the way to frame this in a way that will allow you to sort of go in there with the least amount of stress is to not frame any of this as saying, I want my stuff back. I think that um, the way that you frame this is that you need your daughter's things. Mm-hmm. And I think okay. that that I think that that may put him in a position to maybe show some compassion. Uh, the other thing that you can do is you can ask him, and he will get the this he will get know right away that you don't want to sit down and have a conversation because you can always ask him to pack it up and meet you somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I right? never thought of that. Yeah, um, you, nah, know, you know what though? By the sounds of this guy, to mm-hmm. me at least, I wouldn't trust that situation because he may purposely not pack certain things. Knowing that once you discover that those items are missing, you're going to have to go back there. But that's fine, though. Yeah, I think yes, that I, th- yes. I think that I think that that's I think that that's fine. Uh, all he wants to do is talk to you, yeah. and and he's holding your stuff hostage uh, because he wants to be able to try and get you back and yeah. having you in the house. The other thing you can do is you can call him and say, hey, listen, you can open the door for me, um, but I think that this thing would go a whole lot smoother and a whole lot better if I can just walk in with a couple of bags alone and, you know, and, and just have some time, you know, inside to just get my, you know, to, to just get the kids things. Uh, you yeah. can do that. Or the other thing you can do is bring somebody with you to help you. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I think I purposely didn't bring somebody back with me because I just don't want to expose them to that kind of toxicity. I just want to like... Yeah, but you shouldn't be exposed to that kind of toxicity. Yeah. So you do bring somebody with you. That's exactly why you bring somebody do with people, you. Do people... do Kayla, do people in your life know, like, about the bad stuff that happened in your relationship? Yeah, to a certain extent. Okay. I mean, like, my closest friends know what's been going on, and they've been a real support system yeah. throughout all of this. Um you know, helping me through the ups and the downs. and Okay. Um, so maybe yeah, they, those are the people, really if they know of the situation, those are the people that you need to bring along with you to help pack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah don't I go alone. Don't. You could. Yeah. You have a lot of options here, but 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 um, going alone is not one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And okay. definitely don't go back with your daughter. No, I won't. She'll, uh, she'll stay with somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But you, there's a lot of things you can do. You can ask him to pack it up. You can ask him to, you know, step out while you're in the house. Uh, but the one thing you can't do is you can't go back alone. That's, that's off the table. So don't, so don't, don't consider that as an option. Got it. Thank you guys so much. I really, I really appreciate you guys. All right. Got it, Kayla. All the best. Good luck. Love you too. Thank you. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I got to play you this clip of Sarah Silverman talking to Ellen. Uh, cause it's in, it's interesting because she, she talks about doing something that I think, a lot of people do, even though maybe you don't admit to doing it, which is when you walk into maybe not so much an apartment, maybe I'll ask Shem and worry about this. But when you walk into the house and the house is empty, Mocha, mm-hmm. right? If there's ever that time, do you have a routine you do to make sure you're alone in the house? No, you don't. You just walk in and assume that you're all alone and that yeah, everything. Like if, my, if I know my son's at school or my wife is out yeah, and walk in. Yeah. 
No. Maybe it's, different. Maybe, maybe it's different for Opal. As go about business. Yeah. Sham? No, I go all Jason Bourne. You and do. And I decide to, like, creep around corners just to make sure. Yeah. I don't yeah. do the whole movie, the movie thing where they where, where I, like, ask, is anybody home? Because, yeah. like, you know, the bad guy is not going to be like, yeah, I'm here waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. Right? You yeah, know? exactly. So here, listen to Sarah Silverman, and then I want to get Maury's take on this. You bought a house because you've always lived in apartments. This is your first. Yeah. Wow, you took I long- bought. Yeah. That's a long time to wait to buy a house. I never um, thought I was a house person. I've never, this is my first house since growing up in New Hampshire. And I thought I would be scared, and I am. So I come home, and I'm like, hello, hello. And I go through all the rooms, and I go, hello, hello. And I look in the closets and under the bed, hello. What? I don't want to just sound like a man. Like, I want to sound unhinged. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I think is going to happen. Like, murderers are going to be like, let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a woman with a deep voice. I know. Like, yeah. this woman's a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> and I have this tiny dog, and she is not a good guard dog, because if murderers came, she would just fly on her back and be like, rub my belly. Oh, yeah. But the more I thought about it, like, I think she would be a good guard dog in that way, because they'd be rubbing her belly and be like, Oh, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn our life around. Do you have something, Maury, when you get home and Matthew's not there? I know that's never happened because he's been working at home for the past two years, but... In, as Until tomorrow. Oh, right. I forgot um, about that. But yes, I do. Like, I will often check behind the closet doors. Really? In both bathrooms. Because he hides in the closet to scare the dog. So I now know, like, that's where he might go to scare me, right? So Who, Matthew does? Yeah, like, he to hides. scare your dog? So the that's dog, so like, no, but so like, so the dog runs around to find, try and find him. So that's where he'll hide. And then sometimes I'll put like a dining room chair in front of the door. So if somebody does come home, they have to like make noise. So hold I'll on hear a second them. here. You put a dining chair in front of what door? The front door? The main door. So that if somebody opens it, it'll oh, knock it over rain, to you. So I'll hear it. Do you, Yo, what's wrong why with not you just lock it? Oh, no, it's locked. But oh, okay. if I don't hear the door unlocking. You put a chair in front of it so you yes. hear like a ruckus. Or, yes. or is that like realistically, is that for when Matthew comes home? Jeez. Well, yeah, so that I'll hear somebody coming home. I'll, I've come home before. I've come home, dropped my bag, went to the fridge, grabbed a drink, sat on the couch, opened my computer, hung out for a little while. And then like 20 minutes later, Catherine will just come walking out of the office. And I'm like, oh, you're home. <laughs> but we like, all don't no, live in no, massive no, no idea. No idea. But did, did she know that you had come home? Um, uh, may sometimes she doesn't even. Sometimes she'll walk out and be like, "Oh, hey, you're here." You don't like walk in. I guess. I guess I if I don't see her car and like I don't yeah. like. Sometimes she's got to park down the road. I don't come and home stuff, and say right? hello. Yeah, no. Like who does? Well, like, who does that? Hello. Yeah, but I'm not worried. Like I'm never worried about. I, I, I'm never worried about getting murdered when I come home. I'm always, if I'm going to worry about getting murdered, it's when something wakes me up in the night that I don't know what it was that woke me up because then my head immediately goes to, what was that? Was that a cat? No, that was definitely somebody breaking in the window. Right. Right. You know what I mean? It, like, it's an unfamiliar sound. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like we, it, it has to have you been justify. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really have that, you but it's put in a dining the, room chair in front of the door. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I got to put a dining room chair in front of the door. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you guys? Good, how are you? Good. I just wanted to call in to let you guys know that I love you guys so, so much. And you guys are like my everyday listen in the morning. And now that I have moved really, really north, 
I wake up extra early, so I am so glad you guys are here for me to listen on my drive home. Uh, first of all, what is your name? My name is Septa. Septa, and where do you live now? Now I live in Innisfil. Oh, okay. So now I commute an hour there to Richmond Hill and an hour back home every day. So I'm so glad you guys are here. Um, and, yeah. Where did you move from? I moved from Maple. Oh, okay. Why uh, Why did you head out to Innisfil? We actually bought our very first home. Oh, nice. Congrats. Cheaper out there, Thank too, you. huh? Uh, not as much as you would think, to be honest. Oh, really? Every, everywhere's crazy right now. I guess you have to go, like, north of that, then. You gotta, still. Yeah, yeah, you have to go to Sarnia. Yeah. Or wherever. You have to you go I mean? way north like, or way west. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Exactly. Or sorry, way east. Way yeah. east or way north. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking at like Thunder Bay or New Brunswick. That's how oh far God. north you have to go and how far <laughs> east you have to go. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, we are super happy that you're still able to uh, spend your morning, spend your days with us. We definitely appreciate it. Um, before we let you go, between Raza Mocha, Septa, who is your favorite? Oh, I was really hoping you wouldn't be asking. I know. It's a gamble. We don't ask everybody, no. only every now and then. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't really tell. I've been listening to you guys for over 13, 14 years. Wow. That was a great day. Damn, that's crazy. Uh, you guys were my morning routine when I would get ready to go to middle school and high school and university and not work. Okay, we don't need to get into how long. And uh, like, that's incredible, okay, though. Like, wow. Yeah. It's really, really hard. I, I really can't say. But... Okay, fine. Roz, you're my favorite. See, you know what? <laughs> like, Yo, why did it hurt you to say that? Like, it didn't. It hurts for me to say it in general. I love you guys both nah, so much. Cool. Roz, cool. you have cool. that like, funny humor, and then Mocha's laugh is so contagious. Like, I can't stop laughing when he's laughing. Okay, let's let's move on from this, yeah, shall we? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, Septa, we love you so much. Thank you for listening and making us a part of your day. <laughs> Thank you guys All for right. making my morning the best. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How'd Sonic do this weekend? Did all right? I have no idea. The Hedgehog. Oh, that what came else? Because yeah, yeah. Because what else opened? It was um, Morbius, right? Sonic's next Friday. This Friday. Oh, this it's Friday. this Friday. Yeah. Oh, uh, Morbius. Is that what it was? What did yeah. you say? More BS? Yeah, more BS? More BS? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not into that. Uh, it's Jared Leto. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not into that Man, one. Man, I've been watching that Jared Leto show on, I don't know what the hell it's on, Apple TV Plus, uh-huh. something like that, where about the WeWork guy. The what? WeWork. You know WeWork? No. You don't know WeWork? Uh-uh. Oh. Man, Sing it multiple explain. times. This is going to make me say yes. WeWork. We work. Wasn't it like a like an office company where you could like rent space or something? Yeah, you see them all over the place where okay. it's like a sort of communal office space where they just bought these buildings or leased out these buildings and sure. they put 75 desks in them and you could just lease them out. So if you were the type of person who didn't work in an office, you could go and be a like part of a community. Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah, that they kind of thing. They had one of those places. I don't yeah. know if it exists anymore, but at the mall up near where I live. Really, yeah? Yeah. You so, walk in and there was like, I think like 15 desks and they yeah. look like offices. Yeah, yeah. It's it, yeah, it's I mean it's I guess it's a decent concept if you like people. Um but <laughs> but uh, Jared Leto in this show, it's like 
they did something to his face. And the guy who was the makeup artist for the for the show has like refused to say exactly what he did to change it because it still looks like Jared Leto, uh-huh. but there's just subtle things that make it really not look like Jared Leto. Like prosthetics? Like, like Jared Leto that? in, we the show's called We Crashed. Jared Leto in We Crashed looks like a guy who like tries to pull babes because some people say he looks like Jared Leto. You know what <laughs> oh I mean? Oh God, one of those like, like a fake Jared Leto. He looks like a fake Jared Leto. Look up right now. Look at Jared Leto in We Crashed. Just Google that for me right now. We is it We crashed? crashed. Yeah, okay. We Crashed. All one word, We Crashed. And then just look at Jared Leto's face. So Google Jared Leto We Crashed face. And you tell me if that doesn't look like Jared Leto's cousin or like a guy who has a lot, like people, people, you know, people tell me I look like Jared Leto. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. No, you know, who? You, this is so weird. So he looks like somebody, but I don't know who he looks like. Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Loki. He looks a little bit like Loki. You're yeah, right. That's exactly who he looks he like. He looks here. a little bit like Loki. And yes. like a younger, less scary Willem Dafoe. Right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. You're good at this game. I've watched seven episodes of that stupid show, and I'm like, "It's first like, time I'm here." Like, what does he look like? This guy looks like who? Call me, bro. Yeah, I know. I should. I should call you, but it's a. It's a. It's a crazy show because there's. Is the, it good though? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it's decent. Yeah, because there's two shows now out that are about like two like maniacs who tell the story of their startup. So they're super pumped. On Showtime, which is the story of the crazy guy who started Uber. And that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That show's bananas, man. Yeah. Are you watching that show? I see you're shaking your head. Yeah. Great yeah. show. Great, great show, great right? Show. But, like, Fantastic. do you not feel kind of dirty ever taking an Uber after watching that show? That's why I don't take them. Oh. Never, <laughs> never mind that. Never mind that. Uh, and, then, and then Jared Leto and We Crashed, who's the guy who started... Uh, but they, they, the, in order to do these, in order to start these companies, like whether it's an Uber or a, a, a WeWork or any, you have to be a maniac in yeah. order to start. Like these people who start these companies, and they're all like that. And in both of those shows, like especially in uh, in the Uber show, they go and meet with like Google people and everything else, and they're all portrayed as people who are just like not right in that. Like everybody in like that A-holes? world, no, just not right. Oh, like there's just okay. something wrong with yeah, everyone yeah. who runs one of these big companies. Which is why these other big com- bigger companies don't take them seriously Cra- no or no don't want to no it's why they succeed oh okay. is because they're not right mm-hmm. that's the like you have to be not right in order to like do what jeff they bezos. do like jeff bezos like you have to be a little bit not right in order to do your garage yeah and then next and then look at you now huh yeah guess what he yeah. gets my prime membership every year exactly I exactly every yeah, single exactly. year but no but uh but watch those two shows they're both really really wild but the the we crash show yeah because anne hathaway is in it i know people don't like her um, but oh, why don't people like Anne Who doesn't Anne like Anne Hathaway? Give me like Are you her. kidding me? I love Are her. Are you kidding me? We went through this for years and nobody likes Anne Hathaway. Oh, wow. I do. I don't mind her. Yeah, I, I never, I don't mind her either, either, but people hate Anne Hathaway. Really? Yeah. Oh, you didn't so know sad. this? No, that's so Oh, maybe I should just get my mouth shut then. Oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> Anne Hathaway. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Starting at point guard. Bank Arena last night. Yeah. It was loud. 
the greatest Raptor of all time, Kyle Lowry, made a return to Scotiabank Arena. Uh, his Miami Heat took on the Toronto Raptors, his former team. Heat won, by the way. Yeah, so and this was supposed to now have happened like a couple of times and then didn't, right? Yeah, um, he was out for, I can't remember exactly how many games, but during the time that he was not playing was a time when Miami they were in town Mm -hmm. and it was also during a time when COVID restrictions were still in place. So you didn't have a full arena. Right, right, right. right, So they wanted to save everything until uh, I guess Kyle was able to play and he did last night and they did a beautiful tribute video to him beforehand, Mm -hmm. standing ovation, like the city welcomed him back. And because of his time here, he, I guess he came back with his family because his two boys, like, Basically grew, uh, grew up yeah. in the city, grew up in Toronto. Yeah. So they came back like on Friday to, to hang out with like some of their friends and stuff like that. What did they do so, go to, like the aquarium and stuff like tourists? I don't think so. No. <laughs> Nothing like Spaghetti that. Spaghetti factory? Like that. No, they didn't do that? Uh, but oh. everyone wanted to uh, to chat with, uh, with Kyle Lowry and Alvin Williams from Sportsnet. Uh, talked to him right before the game. What do you think the biggest thing or the most impactful thing you left behind with this team in that locker room in there? I, I think uh, the most impactful thing I've left is that I said in the that the Raptors stand on their own. You know, you have the Leafs, you used to have the Leafs and the Raps, and I mm-hmm. think now that the younger generations, you know, they look at the Toronto Raptors as their own franchise, their own entity, and that's huge. You know, coming from a, a place where hockey's the number one sport and, you know, the Leafs were the number one sport to where basketball and the Toronto Raptors across Canada is like a big thing and a big deal. And in that locker room, I don't think I left much, but just kind of my knowledge that I continue to just play hard and work hard and you can figure it out from there. Fan base is huge. I think I said we, we, we turned a lot of fans into, you know, just Raptor fans and kids and jerseys and just the tenacity that we played with and the things that we were able to do as a, as a basketball club. Um, we were able to kind of create our own fan base and not just in the city of Toronto and across the country of Canada. And, you know, you still to this day, I go to games, even in Miami, we have fans that are down there that are Canadian that are like, man, thank you so much. I appreciate what you've done for the country. I was like, I, I mean, I just did my job and I just embraced it. Did he uh, crush the Raptors last night? I mean, <laughs> like the Raptors lost. I know, but like, did he? Like, like I already said it earlier. Did, did, like, he, do a, to, like, like, did he do a real good job? Like, <laughs> Yeah, he did a great job. Yeah, Shem? Like, he's, Hey, man, don't comment, man. They're loud. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Can we um, quickly get into fried chicken with Paula Patton? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so Paula Patton does a video on social where she's talking about making fried chicken. What's Paula Patton famous for? She is, uh, she's was in the movie, oh gosh. She was in... Well, Robin Thicke's X is mm-hmm. one of them. Yes. Um, she was also in uh, one of the Mission Impossible movies. That's, yes, okay, right? thank you. She thank was you. in a movie with Denzel. She's done a bunch yeah. of stuff. Very fun. Uh, so she does this video where I guess she's making fried chicken for her kid's school or whatever, and she's making her mom's recipe, and she does a whole video on it. So I'll play it for you. And then, like, people went in on poor Paula Patton for her fried chicken methods. Fried chicken day. So, really important, of course. One of the most important things if you're going to cook fried chicken is you got to clean it first. I've already cleaned some. I'm going to make my mom's famous fried chicken. We'll get to just clean it with some cold water. And then 
So now, we okay, so pa the pause, it, pause it right here. Mm -hmm. Okay, so step one in uh, in in Paula's uh, sort of fried chicken recipe is to take all the chicken, put it in the in the sink, and clean it with cold water. And then step two is take organic flour, only organic flour, nothing else, and stick it in a Ziploc bag. So here we go. So now we put the organic flour into a Ziploc bag. And no, you start no our batches. No season. So we just put it in a whole bunch of chicken. Look at Deepa's face right Not now. Not too much, so it coats That's it. Gross. Next is avocado oil. Avocado oil. You got to get a good amount, but not too much, right? You don't want you don't want to soak them in the fried my fried chicken. I fry them half in the oil, and then I flip them, and then I put the other half of the drumette in. So, so you'll see. Like so it's just three ingredients that I use for seasoning these fried Okay, so chicken. pause for a second right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So what you're listening to right now is, first of all, she put maybe like, I'm going to say maybe, maybe a half an inch, three quarters of an inch of oil in that pan. Not so it, so the chicken isn't covered in that pan. Not enough. So, so flour in the bag with no seasoning at all in the flour, just straight up flour. Then she puts the chicken in the oil, okay? Then she seasons. So it's just three ingredients that I use for seasoning these fried chicken. My mother's recipe, I have to, so it's Lari seasoning salt, very important. Pepper, paprika. So I put, I start to dust it with the Lari salt. Each chicken gets enough, maybe a little too much, because I like it a little salty. Okay, each chicken getting a nice little dose of pepper. That's a good color. Because I'll probably flip it again. Because I want this side to get all of the sizzling, spices at the other side. And it's sitting right? on the bottom. Right. So now we repeat. Okay. Okay. So there we go. There we go. So, but like the, the the chicken wings, she's doing chicken wings, and they're sitting on like the bottom of this blazing hot pan. So when she's flipping them, like the bottom is all like crust from sitting on the bottom of a pan as opposed to floating around in oil. So people went in on yeah. Paula Patton and her mother's fried chicken recipe. Have you, you make fried chicken diva? Because you're um, the look I on don't. your face right now, you look disgusted. Uh, no, like Dalal makes homemade fried chicken and it's so good. And it, this entire process that she's doing is not correct no, whatsoever. It's not, there's nothing yeah. correct about her way. Right. Like, what did you think? What did you think, Roz? Because you're obviously the, the chef in this room. Well, first of all, I don't wash the chicken. Uh-huh. Right. You're mm -hmm. actually not you're actually not. Like, people will tell you, you they think that you need to wash the chicken because the chicken has some like all the bacteria and everything else on it. It's more dangerous to wash your chicken than to not wash your chicken, because when you wash mm -hmm. your chicken, what you're doing is you are putting it in a sink and water will hit that chicken and spray tiny little particles mm -hmm. of water. Oh, yeah. All over Everywhere. the counter, all over the handle of the faucet, all shirt. over your shirt, everything. You're frying chicken in 450 degree oil. You don't need to wash the chicken. Yeah. Okay. Um, not seasoning the flour. That is like. I think that was the biggest no, shock no, because no, no. Yeah. that's the reason why she was trending. Right. Yeah. Was because everyone went in on the fact that she did not season Dry the chicken flour beforehand. Right. That she and it wasn't like a lot of season. First of all, not a lot of oil. No. But then like. Clearly not enough no. seasoning that you're then putting into the chicken after it's been in the oil. And I mean, I, in her defense, we haven't tried it. Maybe it's really good. No, it's not. 
I don't need to. I don't. I, 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 what you didn't hear in the end of the clip is she no. went. She went. Mm. I, yeah. Okay. Also, she cut into it, and I swear to God, it was a little bit pink still. Yeah. So anyway, so Paula Patton. Well, I know Paula Patton woke up the next day and realized the kind of fire she set, and then had this to say to fans. I woke up, and then people were like, "Did you see on Instagram and?" And TikTok and Twitter, they're talking about the way you fried chicken. I was like, oh, no, what? But that's okay. I just wanted to respond and say, listen, I get it. It might look crazy. It is the way we do it. My mom taught me. It is Please my mom's space. recipe. I do believe in washing the chicken. And maybe the way the video was edited, it looks like I don't wash it long enough. But I definitely do because I feed it to my son. And I fit it to his whole school. That batch I made, I made it for his school. Um, but anyways, it's all good because everybody's got their own way of making things and I'll take suggestions. I make a new kind of fried chicken, but I'm going to always make my mom's chicken the way that she did it. We put the seasoning in the, in the oil and all that. It's just the way we do it. But it's all good. Sending you all love. But once the seasoning hits the oil, oh, it's right? destroyed. Yeah, like oh. there's no flavor no, that's hitting the chip. No. The look on Shem's face right now Shem for the past five minutes, it looks Whoa. like you smelled yes. a really bad fart, and yeah. it's still in that room. Yeah. It's yeah. possible. I'm in the room worrying. Um, now, did you did you hear her uh, admit to a crime? You hear that? Which was what? what? Wait, she said what? she fed it to her, her oh, kid. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Her whole school. <laughs> her whole school. Damn, Paula Patton. Right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Anthony. It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how are you guys? Good, buddy. How are you? Good. You got a problem, huh? I got a problem. Oof. Buddy. What's, what's going on? My wife wants to switch sides of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anthony wrote us this. Razumoka fixed my life. My wife wants to uh, switch sides of the bed so she can be closer to the washroom as she's pregnant and often goes pee throughout the night. My dilemma is that it's my side. I'm emotionally attached to that side of the bed. Of course, I ended up switching, but I miss my side of the bed. Am I the only one attached to their side of the bed? Uh, no, you are not the only one attached. Uh, why, why didn't she, like, how big is your bed that she can't just walk around the bottom of it? it it's a big bed. It's a king size bed, but she, her argument was I'm going so often throughout the night. I'm walking with my eyes closed, trying to keep my body as much asleep as possible. So it'd be so much easier if I can take three steps instead of 12 steps. Okay. And my rebuttal was like, it's 12 steps. <laughs> Yeah, yeah but her rebuttal is I'm pregnant. Yeah, Jackass. her rebuttal is I'm pregnant, and then yeah. people started getting in my ear. My mom's like, "You should switch sides of the bed with your wife," and then my sister's like, "You should switch sides of the bed. It's easier for her." So then I'm like, "Am I overreacting here?" Yeah. So I switched sides of the bed. What about a chamber pot? Have you thought of that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it up. I'll let I'll let you know what she said. Wait, yeah. so you switch sides of the bed? How have your sleeps been? Since switching. Well, now she's complaining. Why are you so close to my side of the bed? Oh. I'm like, well, it's actually my side, and I'm just trying to recover it. Okay. So do you think that after the baby is born, congratulations, by the way, but do you think okay. after the, the baby's born, then you are going to go back to your side of the bed? I think so, but, like, my worry is now I'm going to be attached to this side of the bed, and then she's going to want to switch again, and I'm going to have to call you guys all over again. You're never getting that side back because as soon as that baby goes in the in a different room, your wife's going to want that side. Yeah. So you could say goodbye it's to gone. your side of the bed. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, it's gone. Now, now that doesn't mean you can't fight for it, right? Like you can you can fight to have it go back to the way it was because you know 
you can you can do that. You're you know you're well within your right to have that conversation. Um, but is this worth going to the wall for? The bed, this my side of the bed's gone. Yeah, it's yeah, gone. Finished. Yeah, I would say I it's gone. I will say to you, Anthony. <laughs> so with the hours that we work on this show, right? Yeah. And yeah. getting up super early in our house. Well, in our old house. Genocide of the bed was closest to the bathroom door as well. Right. So I would get up, walk around, go to the bathroom, get ready, whatever, and then I'd leave. But because of the light shining through underneath the door, when she was laying on her side, mm-hmm. she could see the light. So she said, hey, can we try and switch uh, sides? Yeah. So then that way, when you get up in the morning, you just have to walk into the bathroom. It's right there. And I don't have to hear the noise or see the light coming in. Okay, so did you switch? So I switched, yeah, and it made zero difference in my life. Really? I still got the same amount of sleep. I was still comfortable, and to this day, I still sleep on that side of the bed. See, like I was able to adapt. It was no problem whatsoever. See, here is here's where I think that you may run into um, problems where it will become a problem, Anthony is right now you guys have baby brains, okay? And you're only thinking about what is going to be the easiest and most convenient uh, and best options for the kid and your wife and getting to the bathroom and being pregnant and then getting up in the middle of the night when the kid is crying everything else. I don't know if you guys have considered once everything sort of goes back to normal, okay? And you and your wife are in the bed together, and maybe you're thinking about stuff. Can you operate from that side of the bed with that arm? I think at that point we'll share the middle. Because <laughs> I can't, I can't go at it with the left. No, no. Oh no. No, like if Catherine and I were like, I would if if we if we decided to fully switch sides of the bed, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and if it came to if it came to, you know business time right like yeah. if we were getting down to business I would steamroll over her to get back to my totally. old side you have of the to bed maneuver, yeah. yeah and then and then go at it with my right like I lead with my right arm right so I need Catherine on my left yeah that's the only way I can do it right but I, you're I, able to, to to maneuver right Anthony yeah I think I think we'll make it work yeah you can well you're a better man than me. <laughs> Guess what? You got a new side of the bed, Anthony. Yeah. Problem solved. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate right it. Right what, or what if you went? What if you put your head down where the feet go, and then that way you're still on the edge of the bed, sleeping on the side that you're used to? Yeah, I think that's t- too much of a stretch. Gotcha. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just trying to help you out, bro. Okay. Just Later, man. In here. See you guys. Ross and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. If you go to uh, York Memorial Collegiate in Toronto, you are not allowed to go to Dollarama. Why? Hood. Why? You see this? Hooligans? Yo, causing a I ruckus. Bet. I bet it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so some of the students at York Memorial Collegiate were causing a ruckus at Dollarama in their name, just around the corner from the school, mm-hmm. right? That it caused a ban on the entire school all from of them. All that of them, Dollarama. Yes. Oof, was bad. Somebody, one of the students, one of the grade nine students posted on his TikTok an announcement that was being made over the PA system to inform the entire school. Listen to this. You are banned permanently from Dollarama. I am receiving a trespass notice <gasps> given to me for the entire student population for those students 
whose behavior was unacceptable this afternoon. Congratulations, you have now ruined it forever. Oh, my God. That is so bad. Uh, Here's what the um, Dollarama had to say about it. In the event of an escalating situation or if if they ever feel unsafe, employees are instructed to avoid confrontation and immediately call the police to ensure their safety and that of others. This is the uh, spokesperson for Dollarama telling Blog TL. (laughs) Oh, Our employees follow this protocol following disruptive behaviors by several individuals attending the store in question. It is our understanding that the police uh, issued trespass notices directly to the school's attendant by the individuals involved based on their assessment of this situation, and we respect their decision. Wow. The whole school. The entire, like, all of York Memorial Collegiate. And And how many kids are actually responsible? Oh, 25? Like, yeah. Maybe. A couple dozen. Yeah. But uh, because of that, because of your behavior. You are banned permanently from Dollarama. I am receiving a trespass notice given to me for the entire student population. <laughs> Bro, what would happen? What would happen if you went home, if you were in high school, and you said, uh, Pops, we, uh, we all got banned uh, with a trespass notice from Dollarama. Bro. I would be down. My dad would take me down to Dollarama to apologize to everybody in person. Yeah. <laughs> right? Same. For like Same. a, a week. Same. Yeah. Every for, single for, day. And I would have to work there for free. Yeah, for years. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah for, for sure. <laughs> so, yo, that is crazy. York Memorial oh. Collegiate. You got some oh, apologizing to do. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Brian. Hey, how are you? Good, man. What's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Man, guys, I really need help in the kitchen. Oh, okay. So you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. How do I convince my wife? Oh, I love any FML that starts this way. <laughs> yeah. In the, in the kitchen, you say. Yeah. You wrote us this. Razamoka fixed my life. How do I convince my wife that a cracked nonstick pan needs to go in the garbage? <laughs> oh, this is your FML? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> it's very serious news, guys. This is, I need help. Okay. How many, how many nonsticks are we talking about here? I only got one, but it's okay. one of those. Um, have you heard of those always pans that you see online? And it's like, it's $200. Uh, do you know what the coating is on it? Um, like, is it ceramic? No. Is it like that Teflon stuff or whatever the hell they're using now? Is it is it getting to the point of where it's like a little bit flaky? It's not flaky, but there's, no, there's a, a crack. It, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of small cracks mm, yeah. forming and they just keep growing. Yeah, just throw it in the garbage, dude. Thank you. But my, my wife wants to... Uh, she wants to save it for what i think because it's two hundred dollars yeah. she wants to... uh non-stick pans aren't forever yeah okay and like your stainless steel all those other pans you those things will last you a lifetime cast iron all that stuff non-stick pans are they're disposable uh unless you use them perfectly which i don't my i've thrown out more non-stick yeah. pans because with non-stick pans you're not supposed to yeah. cook them at high heat mm-hmm. and i was just gonna say brian is she yeah. cooking stuff on high heat with those non-stick pans the funny thing is she'll say no but i've caught her numerous times yeah. cooking high heat and yeah. using 
metal, metal spatula. But you keep your mouth, you keep your mouth shut at that point, right? You don't point oh, it absolutely. out. Absolutely. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, Catherine will do the same thing. Catherine will take the nonstick pan, uh, put bacon in it, cook it until it's, oh my it, God. cook it, cook it until <laughs> it to cook it until it sticks to a nonstick pan, and then <gasps> scrape it up with a fork. Oh my God. Okay. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. No, you know, and she knows she does it. Uh, but no, nonstick pans, uh, they're not forever. I'm, I have two that I'm throwing out this week, and I'm going to buy new ones. Yeah. And I've only had these for maybe a year and a half, two years, and they're expensive. Brian, why yeah. don't you just go and just buy a replacement, and yeah. when she's not, like, home or near the kitchen, just toss the other one and replace it with a brand new one. I think she'd appreciate the fact that there's a new one in the house. That's, that's what I was thinking about doing. I was thinking about spending... I guess, do I spend another $200 on the same pan and try to, like, just replace it and hope she doesn't notice? Or well, she'll I, notice. No, she'll, she'll notice. notice. She'll, she'll notice. notice. Bro, she'll notice. Um, why do you need a nonstick pan for so much? Um, honestly, I don't don't know. I guess, like, a, a nonstick pan, is that not the best pan to cook with? No. But not everything. No. It sounds like your wife no. is using it to cook everything. No. No, because nonstick can be achieved in any pan if you cook things the right way at the right temperature, right? Yeah. Um, so, I I rarely use nonstick. Rarely do I ever use nonstick pans. I like because you. It's like cooking anything that you need to reduce or a sauce or anything. All that stuff is crap in a nonstick pan. You need huh. like you need like an actual pan to to be able to do all that stuff. I hate nonstick pans. So so what would you recommend? Like you can get like anodized, is it anodized aluminum or metal or whatever the hell it is. I don't even know, but it's sort of like a nonstick, but it's not your traditional like put an egg in it and swirl it around like it's mercury. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, it doesn't do. It doesn't do that. But uh, I would just. I'm a big fan of just good pans, right? Like good pans. Yeah. Uh, I have a. I have two Calphalon pans. That I've been using for about twenty years, and when oh, you wow. when you look at these things, it looks like I got them from a secondhand store that were first used in World War II. Wow! Right, and these <laughs> are my absolute favorite pants. They yeah. look like hell. Like I mean, they are not pretty at right. all. Yeah. Not pretty at but all. They do the work. They are the best pants I've ever used, and and I refuse to get rid of those. And I can I can like destroy them use anything on them and they cook everything perfectly so there you go brian couple of options um i think the easiest solution here is go buy yourself a new nonstick and replace the old one okay i'll i'll, I'll do that one but watch uh, watch videos on how people get a uh, an aluminum pan to uh or what was that called aluminum is that what the stainless steel pan yeah uh to not stick so you can put oil in it and you have to cook yeah. you have to get it right to this temperature okay um, where it like the everything beads in it. So instead of something that is just sort of coating on the bottom, like it'll start to bead. And as soon as it starts to bead, that pan is at the perfect temperature. And literally you can take an egg and crack an egg in this stainless steel pan and slide it around like it's nonstick. I feel that Brian would screw up that conversation with his going. wife. Yeah. Of right? course he's going to. Oh, gonna, there's no way the he'd be explain. The easiest no. thing to do is just go yeah. buy a new you're nonstick. Right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Go buy a new nonstick. Sneak it into the house. <laughs> there you go. Problem solved, Brian. <laughs> Thanks, boys. All Later, right. dude. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. The new Mark Wahlberg movie, uh, Father Stew, comes out on April 15th. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I love Mark Wahlberg so much. And this guy is a fitness 
freak. Like he takes his fitness very, very serious. Mm-hmm. Um, wakes up. He works out like twice a day and he wakes up super early to get his workout routine in check. Um, but for this new movie, Father Stu, he had to gain, he's 50 years old and he had to gain like 30 pounds. It's crazy. And it's a true story of this boxer who then becomes a priest. Mel Gibson's also in the movie. So Mark Wahlberg was saying that in order to put on 30 pounds, he had to do it in six weeks. And I always love reading these stories of people who are, especially actors and actresses, who are very health-focused in their regular life where they have to drastically alter their their body for a role in such a short period of time. So 30 pounds in six weeks. Mark Wahlberg said uh, he started with adding 7,000 calories to his diet for the first two weeks and then 11,000 for the final four weeks of his transformation. And Mark Wahlberg said, I wasn't eating anything that you would think, like he gets to sit on the couch and eat ice cream and pizza. Because like when I think of when somebody has to alter their their up their weight for mm-hmm. a roll that that's what you're doing you're just packing on things like pasta and like chicken parm mm-hmm. and pizza and like heavy breads and stuff like that right so what mark Wahlberg was saying that he was trying to do even though he was packing on all this weight for the roll he was trying to do it in a healthy way right right so he says i was eating a dozen eggs and a dozen pieces of bacon two baked two baked potatoes a porterhouse steak two bowls of white rice, and a glass of olive oil. Yeah. That's crazy, right? How nuts is that? He had drinking, to drink yeah, olive drinking, oil. Drinking olive oil. It's really wild. And because if you look at those pictures of Mark Wahlberg, like he was like, like it, when he gained the weight, he was like solid, right? Like it looked like it had been there for a long time. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it didn't look like, I don't know what new weight looks like, if that makes any sense, but it looked very comfortable. It looked very comfortable on him. Like it had, like his, it looked like his body wanted to do that sure. from all the years that he's punished it in a gym. It looked like his body was like, oh, finally. All the footage that I've been seeing of Mark Wahlberg lately has been for this movie. So I'm seeing, yes. I guess, bigger Mark Wahlberg. Yes. And then on Saturday, when I was watching WrestleMania on Saturday, Mark Wahlberg did the big introduction to kick off the, the pay-per-view. Right. And he had already trimmed down and like muscled up and everything. And he looked way smaller than way. I, and yeah. I don't know if this is like him getting to the weight he wants to be right now yeah. or if he's like training for whatever his next movie role is. Yeah. But he looks drastically different from all the promo stuff that you see for Father yeah. Stu. I think we have yeah. a clip here of Mark Wahlberg. We did it in the most healthy way possible, but it's still unhealthy to eat 7,000 or 11,000 calories in a day. Oh, absolutely. It's just not fun. Stuff in your face when you're already full from the last meal. Oh. Uh, there's so many foods that I had to eat that I would, I'd be happy if I never had them again. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was also saying oh. he still worked out, though. Like, he would still I work know. out in the morning to the point where he would work out so he could get hungry enough to then go and, like, chow down on all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, drink a glass of olive oil. Oh, that, right? You know I what I mean? The ice cream it's makes just, sense. The pizza oh, makes sense. Oh. The uh, white rice makes sense. Baked potato makes sense. Oh. Steak makes you sense. Don't, you, I don't think I could ever, ever I, stomach a full glass of olive oil. I'm not like... 
all of that stuff, eating all of that stuff doesn't concern me, right? Like eating that amount of bacon, that amount of eggs, that amount of pasta, and then drinking a full glass of olive oil. That doesn't concern me. What concerns me, no, would be if it were me an hour later when I burped. Oh, yeah. Right. And then someone else you puts a, I mean? another plate of food no, in front just, of you. And just like, like an olive oil burp after you've had all that. What do you think that feels like? I think that I would Heavy? be I would be panicked. Like you fully lubed up the tunnel. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? It wouldn't be like a, if stuff's coming up, there is no resistance. No. No it's, resistance. It's either puke or a burp. Oh. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. This uh, 60-year-old dude in Germany was arrested. Six or 60? 60. 60. Was arrested for selling COVID vaccine cards to people. And it was the way that this guy obtained these cards that is the big shocker. Okay. They didn't specify. Authorities didn't specify exactly how many months, Mm -hmm. but for months... This guy, this 60-year-old in Germany, had been going to get COVID vaccine shots and got 90. 90 shots. 90 shots of the vaccine just so that he could get the cards to say that he's fully vaxxed and turn around and sell them. And the way he was caught was one place he went to two days in a row to get these shots. Well, that doesn't seem smart for a hustle like that. Right? And then somebody obviously recognized him, called the cops, and then the cops found him with all these vaccine cards. Right. That's a lot of value. That's how you become a supervillain. Right? (laughs) Like, here's somebody who doesn't know. Like, I know they're doing, you know, whatever type of research they're doing. Like, we're all living through the research right now. Yeah. Right? But, like, for him to... To do that, like, remember earlier, I think it was earlier this year, late last year, there was a guy in Italy who got, like, 10 shots or something like that in one day? Yeah, Like, this this guy got 90. Yeah. Like, who knows what kind of effect that's going to have on your life. I need to monitor this guy now, though, because if this guy gets COVID, then I'm convinced that we were all duped. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, we need to keep track of this guy for the rest of his life. Because if he gets COVID, there's a problem. Uh-huh. Okay, After you getting ninety yeah, doses. Yeah, yeah. That's like this is how you become like uh, like you wind up being a supervillain. It's it's like it's always a story of like you know he was in a medical research laboratory and fell off a catwalk and landed into a bucket of you know syringes and yeah. got you know stabbed ninety well, times with a, with a vaccine and now he's you know inflamed but, eyes and testicles and he can see with, through. Uh, what is it? Uh, in Captain America? Remember Steve Rogers? Yes, that's, dude? Yeah, that's and what happened. Put him in that chamber, dig yes. him up with all those needles. Yeah, like I want to see this guy's toes, right? Like, you know, like all that stuff. Like, all is he growing? Is he growing? <laughs> is he huge now? He's got toes all over his what legs. Is, what are the side effects? Like, did the article say that there's any no. side effects whatsoever? Because there's no like, way of telling. No. This guy for months had been getting dose after dose after dose, add up to 90. Jeez, man. We won't know for like right. years, probably. Right. What right. the effects are of getting right. ninety right, COVID it would, and it would probably doses. be some sort of like you could go through that and get ninety COVID shots, and your superpower at the end of it would probably be something stupid. Like your superpower would probably be like you could put your tongue to metal in the winter and not have it stick. <laughs> you know, like, like what am I doing with that? Congratulations, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, you're not. Yeah, right? You're not. Like, that's okay. Fine. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes. Uh-huh. I like this time. Yes, sir. Uh, hey, Mocha. Uh-huh. You ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, apparently, leaders of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences met with Will Smith on Tuesday to discuss the slap to Chris Rock. Academy President David Rubin and CEO Don Hudson talked to um, Will Smith over Zoom hmm. about the fallout from the assault at the Oscars. And the talk lasted, they say, roughly 30 minutes. Now, according to a source, uh, another source familiar with the meeting said that... Uh, only the conversation was brief and that Smith apologized again to Ruben and Hudson for his actions, expressed his awareness that there would be consequences and uh, tried to explain why he snapped when Chris made that joke about Jada's hair. Now, attendees at an emergency meeting by the Academy Board of Governors on Wednesday, however, did not recall Ruben and Hudson mentioning that they had a talk with Will Smith the previous day. Um, following the meeting, the Academy announced that uh, Smith had violated the group's code of conduct and uh, said that he faced suspension, expulsion, and other sanctions. The Academy also said it asked with um, the Academy had also said uh, that they asked Will Smith to leave the ceremony following the incident, but he refused. Now, others have disputed that characterization of events, uh, with sources saying that the Academy's request was not explicitly made, and that uh, producer Will Packer urged the actor, uh, meaning will smith to remain so that was the story is that they came out and said we asked him to leave and he dug his heels in and wouldn't and other people were like well these conversations were sort of fluid and they weren't really happening with will they were happening with publicists backstage Mm. and nobody explicitly said he needs to go and therefore where did it come from that he was asked to leave and then he just flat out refused to leave but uh will packer was on uh good morning america um they're gonna run that today but they released a clip where he was talking about the lapd because after it happened the lapd went backstage to meet with uh producers of the show they were saying this is battery was the word they used in that moment. They said, uh, we will go get him. We are prepared. We're prepared to get him right now. You can press charges. We can arrest him. You have, they were laying out the options. And as they were talking, Chris was, he was being very dismissive of those options. He was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. He was like, no, no, no. And even to the point where I said, I said, Rock, let him, let him finish. The LAPD officers finish laying out what his options were and um and they said you know would you like us to take any action and he said no he said no and then uh chris rock's second show that he had done i guess a fan started yelling out uh f will smith and then chris rock was like no 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 um and then the only sort of new news from chris because he hasn't said anything on stage the one thing that came out of that second show uh was the story there was a story floating that backstage after the slap the two of them got together and they sort of talked it out that was part of the the narrative of the night uh but chris said on stage i haven't talked to anyone despite what you've heard wow so he did say uh he did say that on did stage. you guys see that uh that video i only saw it yesterday i don't know when it came out but it was another yeah. angle of the slap mm-hmm. uh, from the crowd like yeah. right behind jada yeah. and it shows jada laughing after will slapped 
Chris. She laughed when Chris Rock said, Will Smith just smacked the ass out of me. Yeah. That's when she laughed. Mm. And then and then Will made it back to his seat. She doesn't even look at him. Like, doesn't even, like, you have to, like, I understand defending, like, I understand the notion of, you know, defending your wife. Not to that extent and not in those circumstances and not over that. Like, but I get the notion of it, right? Mm-hmm. But you also, I would expect, like, if I was in that situation, you know, Catherine to defend me in the sense that if you need to protect me from destroying everything I've built. Sure. Right? If you see me walking up on that stage because somebody said something bad about you, you jump out of your seat and grab me by the ankles mm-hmm. and make sure I don't do it. Yeah, don't right? Do like the, the protection needs to go both ways mm-hmm. in a situation a like idea. that. Not, Not a good idea, bro. Yeah. Not a good idea. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Will Packer, the executive producer of the Oscars on Sunday um, night after the slap, uh, did an interview with uh, Good Morning America today. Uh, They went into earlier that the LAPD went backstage, were talking to producers, Mm -hmm. saying that they were prepared to arrest Will Smith to escort him out of the building. And that Chris Rock, that's when he had said, no, 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 it's fine. Uh, I don't want to press any charges. Uh, But the the sort of story that's being thrown around and disputed is to whether or not Will Smith was asked to leave because one story says that he was asked to leave, that the two um, people from the academy went up to Will Smith and he refused to leave. He dug his heels in and said, I'm not Mm -hmm. leaving. That's one story. The other story was that that request to leave never actually made it to Will Smith, and this was just people discussing it with publicists and Academy members backstage. Mm. Uh, And it might have been them that said that he wasn't leaving, but there was no sort of definitive on anything. Uh, So this is uh, Will Packer talking about uh, what went down and was there a chance that uh, Will Smith was going to be removed from the theater? What was the conversation behind the scenes? It happened to be right before uh, the Best Actor Award, Shayla told me that they were about to physically remove Will Smith. And I had not been a part of those conversations. And so I immediately went to the academy leadership that was on site and I said, Chris Rock doesn't want that. I said, Rock has made it clear that he does not want to make a bad situation worse. That was Chris's energy. His tone was not retaliatory. His tone was not aggressive and angry. And so I was advocating what Rock wanted in that time, which was not to physically remove Will Smith at that time. Because as it has now been explained to me, that was the only option at that point. It has been explained to me that there was a conversation that I was not a part of to ask him to voluntarily leave. When did you finally get a chance to touch base with Will Smith? Will Smith um, reached out to me the next morning and said, um, and he apologized. And he said, you know, this, um, this should have been a gigantic moment for you. And he expressed uh, his embarrassment and, um, and that was the extent of it. Oof. Wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans are reuniting <gasps> for a brand new Marvel, Marvel, Apple Marvel, Marvel. TV Plus movie mm. called Project Artemis. 
Uh, details are largely being kept under wraps. However, the story uh, will revolve around the space race. Now, I don't know if that's like the current space race or like the space race from the 60s or I don't know what's going on. Uh, but Jason Bateman's going to direct it. And apparently... Oh, yeah? Yeah, Jason Bateman's going to okay. direct it. And apparently there's $100 million behind it. Really? Yeah. So I, it's I a, wonder it's if a, they're going to use any of this new technology that like Tom Cruise is using for or the production company behind the Tom Cruise. I think Mission Impossible that they're filming in space. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I mean, geez, you need a lot more than $100 million to film in oh, space. Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah. You need $100 million to get the crew to space. Right. And then you got to get them home. <laughs> if they right? choose to come home. Yeah, you know, like, I, 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 you can't leave Scarlett Johansson on a space yeah. station. So she's, worth, she's worth too much, right? <laughs> you good? Uber your way back, you good? Yeah, 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 right? Like, as an actor, you have to take on some of the responsibility, yeah. right? Like, oh, you pampered stars. Uh, but, uh, but Bateman's directing it, and I think that this is the first movie he's directed since Bad Words. Did you ever see Bad Words? No. It was from 2015 or something like that. Bad words. Bad words. I, I, is bad words the one that's based around the spelling bee? Is that what is that what it is? So bad words, I'm pretty sure that bad words is based around the spelling bee. It's, it's quite funny. There's some serious parts in it, but it's quite funny where Jason Bateman plays like an adult who for whatever reasons finds a loophole who is then allowed to compete with children in national spelling bees. Spelling bee loser sets up. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. But but only he's not like he's an (laughs) a-hole like the biggest a-hole. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's good. Check out. uh, Check that out. If you get a chance. It's like a good Friday, Saturday night. Yeah. 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 yeah, For sure. Nice. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Razzie Awards, which are the uh, awarded the night weekend of the Academy Awards. This is for the worst in movies, if you remember. Um, they apologized yesterday for the award that they gave to Bruce Willis because they had a special category this year, which was the worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie because Willis had cranked out eight direct-to-video movies that year that were all just panned by uh, critics. And they had said that uh, after much thought and consideration, the Razzies have made the decision to rescind the Razzie Award given to Bruce Willis due to his recently disclosed diagnosis. If someone's medical condition is a factor in their decision-making and or their performance, we acknowledge that it is not appropriate to give them a mm. Razzie. And at the same time, in the same uh, statement, they also rescinded Shelley Duvall's award from uh, 42 years ago for The Shining in light of what we now know in the way that Stanley Kubrick allegedly mistreated her on set. Oh, so the wow. Razzies, the Razzies are pulling back awards now. Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Formula One is set to hit the Las Vegas Strip. Yes, I and cannot This is bonkers, man. And so it's going to happen in November 2023. Yes. And it's going to be a break from the usual race time and day because normally Formula One races run on Sundays uh, in the afternoon. Uh, However, because Vegas is Vegas and there's no point on doing a Grand Prix in Vegas if it's not at night. Has to be. uh, So the Grand Prix in Vegas is set to take place on a Saturday night in November. I am so hyped. The start time is going to be 10 p.m. Yes, as it should be. uh, Which is kind of bad for people in the U.K. because that's a very, very early morning for them. That's why they usually... 6 a.m. or something? They usually run 
run the American races at 5 a.m. or a 6 a.m. start time. Yeah. So it so people in the U.K., that's their sort of prime time, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be a very early start time uh, for well, U.K. fans. Go to Vegas. Although the uh, Formula One boss insisted that having the race at a more normal start time of 3 p.m. would, quote, be a total mistake given Big the time. appeal of a race under the Vegas lights at night. I Bro, well, I went on as soon as I found out. Yeah. I went on the website, like to find any bit of information that I yeah. can, like ticket sales, ticket prices, anything. start time. Did you find anything? No, but no, I signed up for haven't. the email. Yeah. And I clicked the box that said, like, send me every single bit yeah. of info. Yeah. I need to be at that race. Yeah. I didn't know you were a Formula One fan. I'm a Vegas fan. Okay. Oh, sorry. 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 <laughs> I, okay. My mistake. My bad. I'm I thought, a Vegas fan. I thought this was about Formula no, One. It is not about it Formula is. One. Is that yeah. Lewis Hamilton? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Go Louie. <laughs> is that what they yell for him? <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. Let's go, Brandon. Right. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so that is uh, that is happening. A lot of people are like just absolutely. Vasic, uh, Papa still. Sure. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I don't know Formula One names. That's tennis. Is that? Oh. Ten- Thank you, Maury. Same thing. <laughs> Yo, he drives a car though, right? <laughs> She's a court. Yeah, I'm sure. If she's got a license, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. Maybe they'll let him. Maybe they'll let him race. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So how the hell, let's start the Grammys. Uh, Devo Brown from Breakfast Television and uh, the Set It Off Mix show with DJ Climax uh, was down there on the red carpet. Devo Brown talking to Olivia Rodrigo. But what was the sweetest moment for you? You get what I'm doing there. (laughs) The sweetest moment for you over the last couple of years. Wow. I mean, this is actually a pretty sweet moment being at the Grammys right now. Um, I've been such a fan of the Grammys for as long as I can remember, and I've watched them religiously, and my mom used to take me to the Grammy Museum all the time when I was younger because I was just so obsessed with it. Wow. And So just being in a room with all these incredible people celebrating music is just incredible. Not and, bad, uh, not bad. And then uh, inside, uh, Trevor Noah was hosting the show, and... How long did it take him before he mentioned the slap? Like, was it like, did he hold off a little bit or was it, it was like, like right like out the of the first gate? Line. Was it? Okay, so here's yeah. Trevor Noah. Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas are here. Yep. And I'm not going to lie, guys. There's only one question I can't wait to ask them. And I think it's a question that everyone's been dying to know. What is Phineas's last name? Is it Eilish? It has to be Eilish, right? Like, why won't you tell us, Phineas? What are you hiding? You know, but this room is full of music royalty. Justin Bieber, I saw him somewhere. That's right, there he is, JB in the house. The best thing to happen to Peaches since that Timothy Chalamet movie. It is going to be such a beautiful evening. Don't even think of it as an award show. This is a concert where we're giving out awards, all right? We're going to be listening to some music. We're going to be dancing. We're going to be singing. We're going to be keeping people's names out of our mouths. And we're going to be giving out awards. <laughs> I see what you did there, Trevor. Uh, Bieber, had, did you see that suit he was wearing last night? He looked like one half of two kids trying to sneak into a movie. Yes. <laughs> right? You know yeah, what I mean? What was up with that, that suit? <laughs> I don't know. I think that was just a look. But it was like, it was an, it looked like Bieber was wearing a suit that he got borrowed from Shaq. Mm-hmm. Like it was that big yeah. on him. It like you saw like another kid should have been sitting on his shoulders and then you do the jacket up and then you become like a proper size man. Like I wonder what went through his mind <laughs> when he was, you know, deciding to put his outfit together, right? Yeah. Like was it did he say to his people like oh, here's sure. the idea? Yeah, yeah. Or I'm, did I'm someone sure come to him and say, you know, it'd be hilarious? Uh, well no, I don't think they thought it was hilarious. I think that they thought it was fashion. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think that that was like, a goof you know at all. Be cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You for think sure. before he left the house, like he looked at his wife Haley and was like, "What do you think of this, babe?" Yeah, and then like she said to him, "Oh, you look great." But in her yeah. mind, she's like, "Oh, 
No, yeah, Haley probably said to Justin what Catherine always says to me whenever I want to wear something, which is like, oh, God, whatever. <laughs> Let's just go. <laughs> Let's just go. Oh, Uber's waiting. Uh, Quest Love. <laughs> Quest Love was the, we forget about this, but Quest Love was the one uh, who Chris Rock gave the Grammy to, or the Oscar to that night right after the slap, right? So here is Quest Love at the Grammys last night. All right, I'm going to present this award, and I trust that you people will stay 500 feet away from me. <laughs> Just playing. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but you knew it was going to happen, of right? Course. Like multiple people were going to say things about the slap. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So Will Smith's new movie on Netflix called Fast and Loose, uh, a week before the Oscars, they lost their director. So David Leach, uh, what a stroke of brilliance that was. Uh, he withdrew from the film to go and do another movie uh, with Ryan Gosling over at Universal. And then uh, a source at Netflix, they put out an urgent call for another director to take over the project as Will was heavily favored to win Best Actor at the Oscars, but right after the slap, Netflix has quietly moved the Will Smith project to the back burner, mm. and it's just sort of sitting there doing nothing right now. Uh, Fast and Loose, uh, the Will Smith movie, tells a story of a crime boss who loses his memory after an attack, and then he pieces together clues, and he discovers that he's been leaving a double identity and double life, one as a wealthy crime kingpin, and two as a broke CIA agent. What? Um, yeah, which sounds like a kind of cool movie to me, right? I'd love to see that movie. I know, I know. Um, he has his uh, Apple TV Plus, uh, the uh, Slave Escape uh, drama that he was doing, Emancipation. That's already in post-production. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was supposed to be released sometime in 2022, but um, that may wind up getting pushed as well over on Apple TV because everything that went down. Because how do you get Will Smith to promote your project, right? You can't. Like, there has to be some sort of resolution. Like, they have to figure all that. He has to figure all this out before he's going to be able to sit around talking about, you, you know. think he does new, anything else this year? Lawsuit. Or you think, I, I like, think well, he's he, got, he he's does. Be Bro, out. they're in pre-production for Bad Boys, right? Like they, yeah, he's got stuff. Can't... Like he's got stuff I going know. on. I know. Halt that. You think so? Yeah. Like, you I think, think they're they will. not going to film it? No, I, don't I think, think so. I. Uh, go ahead, Sham. It's early. It's early in the year. Don't forget, man. Right? Like uh, I, I, I definitely think. By, like, by the end, end of the year? summer, end of summer, he'll be really. Up. I don't yeah. think so. I Bro, think, yeah. Louis C.K. won a Grammy last night, right? Yep. This this was a slap, yeah. right? He's going to recover a whole lot faster than I think that uh, anybody anybody realizes. But you know, to what extent though? That's mm-hmm. the that's the question. Like, are you now just going to forget that it happened? Like, are we doing that now? Like we're forg- like we're all just going to pretend that it never happened? No, nah, I think you'll see a sit down interview with. Somebody in Oprah or yeah, something like that soon, yeah. and the rehabilitation, like more tears are, and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, to, yeah, to yeah, my, to, my, yeah, 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 to fall yeah, in love with them yeah, again yeah, or yeah, exactly. sympathy. Yeah, yeah. All, or will I it be something like stuff. Oprah sits down with Will and also Chris? No, Chris hell Rock. no. I, I don't think the bad boys is halted. What's that? Is it? Yeah. Where'd you Sony, see that? I'm seeing it online right here. Daily Mail. Say? Sony halts work on fourth film franchise. Well, there you go. Damn. Damn. That answers that. That's a lot of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah. Big time. Jesus. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Grammy Awards last night. A couple uh, awesome moments on stage. Uh, best pop duo gra- and uh, group performance for uh, Kiss Me More, Doge Cat, and SZA. I guess. Who was in the bathroom and almost missed this? Was S- it was SZA. Was it no. SZA? No, Doja, 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 Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Listen, yeah. this, is, uh, this is after they won. Listen to this. Oh, no. Come on now. Listen. I have never taken such a fast piss. 
Oh my god. <laughs> In my whole life. Not too quick with the bleed button. Thank you, everybody. Oh no, Doja Cat. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Thank you to everybody, my family, my team. She's out of breath. I wouldn't huh? be here without you, and I wouldn't be here without my fans. And you know what? Oh, she really rushed that piece. SZA, you are everything to me. You are incredible. You're the epitome of talent. You're a lyricist. You're everything. And I, I need you. I just need you to say something. Something. Just something. Please give them something. Thank you, Doja. Thank you to my mama. Thank you to God. And just thank all of y'all. I'm glad you made it back in time. There you go. Damn. <laughs> but this is a... <laughs> it's a big deal. <laughs> oh. Damn. Thank you, everybody. Be safe. Take care. Aww. And uh, nice. Silk Sonic cleaning up last night. Um, I didn't think, you know what? Yeah. Honestly, like, yeah, they had one big song. Yeah. But the album wasn't the best. But that one song just like kicked the Grammys ass last night. Yes. Uh, so this is uh, their accepted speech for record of the year. We are really trying our hardest to remain humble at this point. Okay. <laughs> but in the industry, we call that a clean sweep. <laughs> All right. Okay, I respect. I respect that. I respect that. All right. To all the other nominees, y'all know we love y'all. We love y'all. All right. Drinks is on Silk Sonic tonight. Of course. We getting drunk. I know a lot of y'all fans might be upset, so we gonna get out of here before the internet get to talking. Bruno. <laughs> God bless you all. Good night. We love you. <laughs> all right, all right, oh, I like so that. Good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there's been a 26-page class action lawsuit complaint filed in Florida. Attorneys are representing plaintiffs who believe that they were misled by Burger King burger sizes that Burger King displays in their Burger King ads. Quote, Burger King advertises its burgers as large burgers compared to its competitor and containing oversized meat patties and ingredients that overflow out of the bun, making it appear that the burgers are approximately 35% larger in size and containing more than double the meat that the actual burger does. Attorney James Kelly says a complaint uh, aims to get Burger King and other fast food chains to advertise their menu items in a way that reflects reality. Folks, what's that, Maureen? If you take a picture of what it actually looks like and put it on an ad, it won't look as good. Yeah, there's a lot of sad comparisons that you can make, right? But uh, but the Whopper may be the saddest comparison that you can make for what the way it's advertised and what you get. Don't get me wrong, still love a Whopper. Oh, it tastes great, right? but it doesn't still look love like Whopper. the picture. Uh, so a spokesperson for Burger King said that the corporation, quote, does not comment on pending potential litigation. There are at least 100 plaintiffs involved in this 100? pending class action lawsuit. Yo, calm down, fatties. Right? Like, like, no, for real though. Like, there's a reason the burger isn't that size. But they just want actual representation. But it's interesting though that the the world has kind of we've gone away from you know advertising and marketing in uh, under false pretenses, and we're, we're we're better than this now with most of life, except the fast food and food industry in general. 
right? Yeah. They're still allowed to make a commercial with doctored, airbrushed, fake patty, painted by hand type things. Mm, to, drippy, to drippy, dripping, cheese. drippy cheese, awesome. which isn't yeah. even actually cheese. Like all of that stuff, right? Yeah. They're allowed to do that even though the actual product that you buy doesn't reflect that. But the problem is people don't care. We don't care. Right? No. no. We know... We know we're not going to get what no, was advertised. No, no, like if it's you familiar as long as we get that taste and that satisfaction. Thank you from the craving. Yes, like if you th- if you think you're going to Taco Bell and getting the taco in the commercial, like nobody thinks that, right? You can watch on TikTok how they actually make a lot of the food pictures. Yeah, and the cheese is is paint. Oh yeah, that's what I said. It's not even like, like they it's, airbrush it like with paint. Yes, yeah, they'll take a raw turkey. And somebody goes in there with a with like a, a painting kit, like an artist, and they paint a raw turkey to look like a cooked turkey. Because it would look better than an oh, actual cooked so turkey. Gross. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. still delicious. So delicious, though. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Elon Musk just spent $3 billion buying 9.2% of Twitter stock. Huh? Purchasing approximately 73.5 million shares. Uh, so Musk has been talking a lot about Twitter lately on Twitter and, uh, Dan Ives of, uh, Webbush security says we would expect this passive stake as just that at the start of broader conversations with the Twitter board management that could ultimately lead to an active stake and a potentially more aggressive ownership role at Twitter. Uh, so Elon tweeted last week, um, is there a need for a new platform, meaning mm. something, an alternative to Twitter? And then he said, given that Twitter serves as a de facto public town square, failing to adhere to free speech principles fundamentally undermines democracy. What should be done? And then he put up a poll. Um, he knew this was happening when he did this, obvi- sure. obviously. And then Jack uh, Dorsey at Twitter on Saturday tweeted, the days of Usenet, IRC, the web, even email were amazing. Centralizing discovery and identity into corporations really damaged the internet. I realize I'm partially to blame and I regret it. So he obviously knew something was going on. Now, what Elon wants to do with this stake in Twitter or how much more of Twitter he wants to buy is unknown. I don't think he will sort of get in there and try to change Twitter. But Elon is totally the type of guy where if you have feelings that Twitter shadow bans and if you have feelings that Twitter buries certain stories and depending on how you feel about uh, uh, Twitter handles that Twitter has banned for reasons but not banned other people for the same reasons, the sort of hypocrisy behind Twitter. Uh, to me, Elon Musk looks like the kind of guy that would want to expose that. Sure. And so you maybe... get his name attached with and so, Twitter. Yeah, and so maybe that's what this is. This isn't so much about controlling Twitter. It could be about exposing Twitter. Well, you'll have to ask my permission first as a shareholder as well. Well, how many shares do you have in, I have in one Twitter? one share. One share. There wow. you go. Maury? Remind, remind him, Maury, how many shares Elon Musk? 73 million shares is what he just bought. So uh, I think he has more of a say than you. And <laughs> if you want to know if Elon Musk is a super tweeter or not, in 2021, Elon Musk tweeted 3,000 times. Wow. Most of them were replies to fans, um, but even still, he picked up and typed on Twitter 3,000 times last year. Bro, get a hobby, man. Right? He, well, you, don't think he, well, you don't think he has enough hobbies? Putting well, internet in space? Well, sending more, people, man. Yeah? You, you have enough time to spend? I know. That's geniuses, though, right? 3,000 like, tweets? He I says know. he doesn't sleep either. Yeah. And apparently he lives in, like, a mobile home, too, right? Isn't that what uh, oh, wow, what Grimes you. was saying? 
that he like lives in a mobile home and like the neighbors can see right well, into their windows. He used to live on the office floor. Yeah, yeah, it's really, he's a real wild dude. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Grammy Awards last night. Hey. Uh, Justin Bieber did not win, but pulled off this performance. I get my peaches out in Georgia. Get my weed from California. I took my chick up to the north. Yeah, badass bitch. JP. I get my light right from the source, yeah. Right. Yeah, a little toned down version of Peaches, huh? Toned down like a suit that he wore <laughs> on the red carpet. <laughs> he looked like he should have had another kid on his shoulders yeah. trying to sneak into an R-rated movie. <laughs> this is a big, giant, oversized yeah. suit. No, this is good, though. I like this. I want to wrap my arms around you, baby, never let you go. And I see you. Was he playing the piano or was somebody else playing the piano? No, he was. No, he was, he was huh? playing the piano. It's the way you lift me up. That's good. He's got a good voice. And I'll be right here with you. He moans a little too much for my liking, though. I think, I think once in a song, when you finish a word and then go, oh. I think you can do that once. I don't think you can do that like after every at the end of every sentence. Why too much of a tease? No, nah, I don't know. I don't it's like annoying. it. Yeah, I think that I think if you're gonna moan, moan once or make it like pick your spot, right? Like a long moan, right? Yeah, just like I don't know. I don't know. There's too many in songs these days where after after every word, you know, it's like uh, I love you. Oh. I don't know. It's not, uh, you know. What song's that? I don't know. To me, and maybe I'm wrong. It just seems everybody's moaning in songs. Uh, Debo just say Brown the words. To talk a little bit more about the Grammys, he was on the red carpet talking to uh, Kid Leroy. His first time being at the uh, Grammys. Yeah. I mean, it's really cool. It's like it's something that, as a kid, I was like super hyped about. I mean, for me though, it's really just. I don't know, like not sound corny or anything, but it is just about the music for me. I mean, this stuff's really cool, but it, I don't think it really makes a person or makes an artist. So, But um, we're here, so I probably should say that it definitely does. And the Grammys <laughs> are everything to, to every artist. So, yeah. He had a good time last night. <laughs> I like that a lot. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Grammy Awards, as far as the ratings go in uh, the U.S., had matched last year's all-time low oh, no. of uh, 8.9 million. I mean, 8.9 million, not bad. Um, but uh, everybody, all the award shows are trying to rebound after the sort of pandemic, right? Because they all went down. Um, the Oscars, Critics' Choice Awards, and the SAG Awards, they have not returned to their sort of pre-pandemic le- levels, but they did all come in higher than their 2021 ratings, which everybody okay. was at the lowest of 2021. The Grammys still haven't. The Grammys were still um, at basically the same level as they were in, uh, in 2021. I don't know what these award shows have to do. So here I'll give you I'll give you yeah I'll give you an example. So Grammys it was 8.93 million people who watched the Grammys and it was 8.8 people who watched the 2021 show. Hmm. Uh the year before that in 2020 the Grammys had 18.7 million people oh, watch wow. the show. So they've dropped by more than half. Is they the they day lost they, they lost 10 million viewers. Hmm. 
What if they didn't do it on a Sunday night? What if they tried to do it on like a, a weeknight? I don't. Th- I don't think that that would that help at work. all. Nah. Um, and I think that other shows have tried that. There was one year where the where the Oscars weren't on a Sunday night. I believe it, it was. It was actually or, the Grammys that were on a Monday. It was before. a Monday, right? Yeah. Oh, what see, year yeah. was that, Shem? Um, do you know? Uh, I'm going to say like 2018. I'll go check. Yeah, that. yeah, but uh, but yeah. So that's how much of a drop. And then the uh, and then before that, in 2019, the Grammys had 19.9 million, so almost 20 Jeez. million people. Uh, in 2019 and 2020, they're at 8.9 uh, for the last uh, the last two years. So, well, I don't know what they have to do to get those numbers back up. But maybe the pandemic, maybe people are just over awards shows in general. Maybe, and maybe the Oscars hurt the Grammys in some sort of weird way. Of no, where we were just so done. People just watch the clips on social. Maybe yeah, the next day, it's like it's yeah. like SNL. That's why you never hear about SNL ratings anymore. Yeah, because nobody watches SNL that night. SNL no. is what you watch Sunday morning on your phone. Sure, right, Jim. Yeah, the Grammys uh, were on a Monday in 2016. But 2016. to your point about about the uh, about the Oscars, I think when you don't reward the big mega blockbuster movies, yeah, like all the MCU movies and DC movies and all that stuff, it it shuts out a certain segment of the audience. But the but the numbers are still there though for the Oscars. They're coming back, but the Grammys just haven't. I at wonder. Some point they do that for like the People's Choice or whatever, and that still doesn't do it. Yeah, no. Exactly. I wonder if the Grammys suffered this year. Because they also went up against night two of WrestleMania. <laughs> Maybe. You know, laugh if you want, but Mocha Maybe. might be onto something. Maybe. And also, and but people aren't threatened anymore, right? Like, American Idol didn't run, like, they didn't cancel Sunday night. Oh, no. Like, so- American Idol still did their show. It used to be, you remember when awards show was on? Like, no, nothing. You wouldn't find any other yeah. new TV on oh, up against the big awards show. same with Island of Brian. There was a new one on, on Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Baumler out here fighting the Grammys. Fighting the Grammys. <laughs> you got to do it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Lil Nas X not happy about being <laughs> shut out of the Grammys. I guess oh, no. Lil Nas X went 0 for 5 at the Grammys, and uh, he decided to sing about it. So he's no Grammys. That shit hurt my feelings. That shit finna make me cry. I finna cry. I ain't win no Grammys. Zero for five Grammys. Zero out of five. That's how many Grammys I won. I ain't win no Grammys. That shit made me cry. That shit made me cry. Ah. And he had a monster year too I'm going to just say this okay? I think that if you're a singer who was nominated for five Grammys And then you write a song the next day about how you didn't get any Grammys It needs to be better than that Oh yeah (laughs) He did that in the bathroom with a towel around him See to me I'm like yeah no wonder you didn't win any Grammys Yo Olivia Olivia Rodrigo out here breaking Grammys Yeah (laughs) She had one that slipped out of her hand at the floor Bro it's so bad It's so bad Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.